Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. In an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally. Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so thankful we get to come on the air today and not do disaster radio. How is everyone? Oh, don't worry. I'll save the anger for later in the week. I I, I am just... It's on your mind, Mike. <laughs> so many... Rico, so many things... <laughs> But we're only going to talk about one of them, which is something that felt almost, not almost, it felt owed. It felt like these fans were entitled to. And I just will take you back to third and four from the 37-yard line. And I went, oh, my God, not like this. Don't, please. And a four and change to go, don't, don't. Don't do this to these people. Don't allow Stafford to go down, run the clock, kick the field goal, and beat them. Please. And it didn't happen. And I've never seen a venue look like that, sound like that here locally. I mean, the closest would be when the Tigers were in the World Series and Comerica was a total snake pit. You know, you want to say the Palace back in 04, okay. Um, You want to say the Joe back in the day, fine, but... Anyone who was at that game is going to tell you that that was different. Dan Campbell acknowledged it was different. You guys were incredible. And credit Ford Field, it looked great. Like, it looked the part of a major market venue. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, Rico's always said something, and it's real truth. We view LCA as this empty, sterile, boring, lousy place, right, where it's like there's nothing there. It's because it's never seen a winner. Yep. Ford Field hosting a playoff game, you can't sell me that Arrowhead was a tougher place to play, or you can't sell me that whatever the hell your field is in San Francisco is a tougher place. Snake pit. It just, it was incredible, and I will tell you this. You can laugh, you say whatever you want. Obviously, I've been here my whole adult life. I am not a Lions fan, but I have a weird trait that I am able to be happy for other people. Like, it's, it's okay, unlike Kelly Stafford. More on that later. I... I was moved by what I watched. And, you know, when they put up that 100-year-old dude or 92 or 88, or once you get to those numbers, you know, you've got a few infinity stones in your pocket. The dude was at the 57 title game. He's had season tickets for 66 years. Mm -hmm. I thought about the people who didn't make it. I thought about the people who died without ever seeing it. And there are plenty of you guys out there. It could be a mom, a dad, an uncle, an aunt, a cousin, a brother, whatever it may be. There are so many people who didn't make it to see this team finally just give you what in the grand scheme of sports is not a big deal. 
But here in Detroit, it's, it's, it's the biggest of deals. But here's the other thing. Lions fans, pat yourselves on the back because you matter. You affected the game. You were the reason why the Rams lost this thing. Yeah. You forced the Rams and McVay to call two timeouts in the second half, early in the second half, that they needed. They had one at the end of the game, which is why he I, – I don't know why he punted the ball, but he did. Horrible mistake on my part. But you affected this thing. They couldn't hear. Play clock was running down. They had to burn two timeouts. That wasn't because of the defense. Wasn't be, It was because of you and how loud it was, and they couldn't communicate with each other. It was awesome. But I guess the, the, the way I wanted to start it, yeah, we can get into as the week goes on, Goff and – Look, the Bucks thing, a word to the wise. Some of you guys are getting high on your own supply. Like, like you think you've got a right to go win playoff games by 30. You need to cut that. You can enjoy it. You can have a great time. But if I get another 4210 text or something like that, you, you, you're showing your ass when you talk that way. You're showing you've never experienced this. The playoffs are hard. They're unpredictable. You don't believe me? Ask a Cowboy fan. Like... Take it easy now. Lock in. You're going to have to play a good game to win this weekend. You're going to have to play well. Because I, last I checked, that was a 24-23 thriller. Mm-hmm. But it ain't like you walked out and dropped a bomb on somebody. Take it easy with this whole free square stuff. It's not a free square. But as you like to say, Vegas ain't giving out discounts. Nope. They're saying you should win this game. Correct. And you should win this game by touchdown. But that ain't 42-10. Listening no. to mornings, listening to middays, I, the texts you get from buddies. I'm going, what, what are you, Chuck Schwarsky? Mini Dicka versus God Dicka. Guys, breathe. Just breathe. Take it easy. But yeah, I'm a pregame show watching Green Bay destroy Dallas. I told Lions. You fans, hate to see it. Breaks your heart. You win this game. We're bringing the BOGO back. You have a very good chance of being in the NFC title game. Yep. That's, think about it now. I never said NFC title game. I said win division, win playoff game. <laughs> so win the a I, game, you're in the divisional round. Right. Now, I would probably give you about an 80% chance of making it to the final four of the NFL. So I would love to know, for the people that were at the game, for the people that watch the game, understand this. So many people would want to be at that game. It's cost prohibitive. And it's who you're watching it with, not where you're watching it. That's why you have such a connection to sports. That's all it is. So whether you were in the living room or you're with your father or whether you were at the game with your boys or whatever it is, I wanted to start the week with a general emotional check here of just Where does this rank amongst the wins in your life as a fan? That's a you question. Only you can tell me if it rates with championships in other sports. You know, make no mistake about it. If you're a Michigan State fan, winning that Rose Bowl in 13 was bigger than winning the national title in hoops in 2000 for a lot of us because that Rose Bowl was like a quest. It took 26 years almost as long as the Lions streak of 30 to have a home playoff game. And it was about the people. It was about the people who didn't make it. It was about the people who said no to going in 87 because they'd be right back. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, it's emotional. I, I found it extremely moving. 
And it's it's just uh, it's awesome. It yeah. is, and as you said, it's because the funny thing is, you you can feel happy for the people of Detroit and the city of Detroit because you've been waiting for so long to get this. It's like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for everybody who was at the game. I'm excited for people like Kenny who is still floating around on cloud nine. But Kenny's Lions breathing tickets. is so heavy. I am very afraid for Kenny's health. Kenny's breathing. It's like you would think Kenny just like had sex. He's just out of breath and sweating. And he's like, I laid it all on the line this week. I'm like, he did. Who can say that I haven't? No. Oh, 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 boy. I mean, Kenny's walking around the concourse of Ford Field doing the Let's Go Lions chant. I was hugging strangers. It was it was a euphoric day. I'm serious. Fantastic. I'm not even like I'm Kenny not even was, upset about it. Kenny was like one step away from being talking flagged. like he was like Bonnaroo or something. <laughs> it felt like it, it was he a went festival. to Burning Man. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, Lions fans who were at that game can back me up when I say that was one of the greatest fan experiences. I've been to playoff games at the Joe. I've been to Pistons playoff games. That might have been my favorite fan experience I've ever had. You know From what the I tailgate loved? at the beginning to the end of the game. I loved, and again, I know we always sit here and it's like, why do they make us look bad, right? NBC made us look fantastic. And it was so appropriate having Tariko on the call because he yeah. lives here. Yeah. And he understands it. Well, Collinsworth a- literally said, hey, you know what? What does it mean? I'm going to hand the mic over to you. You tell us what it means. That was the first time Collinsworth shut up all night. But, like, just making the city look good. Making us look good. And and, and having someone tell our story. And I get to say our, not as a Lions fan, but as a human being that's lived here for over 20 years. It was just, it it was perfect. Well, not even that. And And Tariko is so good at his job. When the Rams first get on the field for their first drive and he's just silent, and he just lets things play out. Let the crowd set the picture for the people at home. Don't say anything. Collinsworth, shut up. Let them do this. That was amazing. And I think it only happens because he's from the area. Correct. And he's okay, David. No, I'm just kidding. In case he's listening. Oh. <laughs> no, it was fabulous. And it just, I mean, some of the aerial shots of the town all lit up in blue. The way the, the stadium looked, the way it sounded, it was just first class. And I mean, in a lot of ways, maybe America in a small way, change the way they think about this team. And I think that's it has to start there. And, like, yeah, you need to win this weekend. And if you do, I think it erases just about. See, I think America had already bought in because it wasn't just here that it was the outrage over the, the Dallas game. It was nationally. Like, they were yeah. upset. Like, the Lions just got screwed over. Like, whoa, <laughs> you have allies now. Where it used to just be, ask Detroit, no one cares. Well, now, yeah, you came yeah. out there and the fans – Fans did exactly what I thought they were going to do. They were loud. They caused the Rams to burn two timeouts, which pretty much killed their in-game strategy. So that one was on the fans. We got a lot of talking points, a lot of different angles to go. We wanted to leave it a little open to start the week, but we'll get into why Dan Gamble won that game. Dan Gamble, not Dan Campbell. I'll explain. Uh, Also, nobody booed your kids, Kelly. You can stop. I don't care what content you need for your low-rent podcast. No one cares. No one booed a four-year-old. Stop it. Stop it. When would they have the opportunity to Stop it. No one. I don't care how big. You're locked away in a suite. I don't care how big of a loser or how many beers you've had. You didn't boo a three-year-old child. Right. Stop. 
You are attention deprived. You need to go away forever. Go back to your $100 million home. Please leave. Stop slandering this city. The only time you're upset at a three-year-old if they're kicking the back of your airplane. No one boots your kids. That's it. (laughs) Ah! We're going to do a nice show she, today. She just needed the story to somehow be about her. Okay. We're going to do, do a fun show today. Right. I just. Well, I mean, on the flip side of that is what I heard yesterday of people who were Stafford dissed the city. No, he didn't, folks. He he lost. And did you hear what he had to say? He yeah, just he's said, happy for the players. Yeah, he's happy for the players. Like, you booed him. You can't sit here and say how bad he is and how you booed him and then expect him to say great things about you when he loses. Doesn't work that way. Okay. I think I think we're all a little emotional. Okay. We're going to turn this to the people. Kenny, a, start us off with a Let's Go Lions. Go we got a couple great football today's planned that are Lions-centric. We're going to knock your calls out till 6 o'clock. Taking one day to just enjoy it. You know? Rico's over here puffing a heater. He's excited. A little Marlboro Red action for Rico. I'm worried. Why? The Packers. Will you shut up? 10-point favorite. Kenny, turn this man's microphone off. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the afterglow is great. I feel so happy for you guys. And now, yeah, you got a very credible, better than 50% shot. It ain't this 99.9% certainty like you're playing St. Leo's homeless shelter, like some of you chuckleheads are saying. But the point is, you got every right to believe that for the first time since 1991, you can get to the NFC title game, and you can have your 60 minutes that anything can happen in a game to do the unthinkable, to go to a Super Bowl. But you better play well. But you don't need to hear it. You guys already think you're in uh, Santa Clara or wherever the hell Rico Stadium is. The point is I want to talk. Maybe a third home game here. Because, you know, the whole Please thing. Please don't do that. Don't no, do that. No, I, I, every, I know. no, no, every, no, 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 no. Rico's no. describing what every Lions fan is doing. They're all like they schemers. Wanted, right, they wanted Philly to win so you can knock out Patricia. And then. No, you wanted Philly because I'm pretty sure the Eagles do not like playing football for money. They <laughs> showed up and they were like, is this over yet? Can we I go mean, honestly, home? They, they, they did look like they hit the portal and only half the team huh. made it to the Sirianni's bowl Sirianni's getting fired. Hope you're ready. I mean, I think it's a little premature, but. Another punchable face out the window. David, let's start with the ticket text. What do you have? What are the people saying? And then we will go to the people. Jason in Heartland says, it feels like the stars are aligning for us. We are going to the NFC title game. We might win by a point, but Tampa Bay isn't coming in the fourth field and winning that game. Rico, start printing out those BOGO tickets. Lions are heading to the NFC championship game. Darwin in Chicago. Uh, no one, someone else, oh, Michael says, I want to thank Matt Patricia for being so bad at his job that we get the lesser team. Thank you, rocket scientist. Thank you. Um, so you actually got the better team. Yeah, you have a team that actually likes playing football versus team that was checked out. From Jimmy, I'd call in and talk about being at the game, but I still don't have a voice to talk. What an unreal, Fair. indescribable experience and feeling do you know what's unbelievable and indescribable that we were given word and confirmation that a man broke his promise to us and there's no better way to start this show that a man uh who is a liar uh promised us he would stay away from ford field because he's a jinx 
because the team never wins when he's there. But I want to bring in uh, a legend of this program and a man who now has no integrity. I'd like to start the show with DJ. What up, though, my dog? Uh, no, no, don't don't do that. Though? Don't walk in here with that. You lied to us. He came straight from the tarmac <laughs> to the forefield. You lied. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Technically, it's a different year. That was last year. Oh, <laughs> Uh, DJ told the missus he was going out for milk. He was at the strip club. I mean, DJ there. <laughs> that was last year. I said I wasn't going to no more home games last year. New year, new you. Exactly. I didn't think you, How y'all doing? DJ, I'm sitting there. You posting like, DJ's on the plane. He's not going to make it to the game. So, great. Lions are going to win. And cutscene. DJ's in the stadium. Oh, he's uh, African American. Hey, hey, dog. Let me tell y'all something, man. I, I got y'all, my dogs. I got to keep it a buck. That that means a hundred, Mike. That is just another way of saying it. I got to keep it a buck. <laughs> so, <laughs> check, thank check, you, check good sir. <laughs> check, check this out, dog. I literally was in there in, in like the third quarter. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was starting to sweat bullets. I'm like, oh lord, I might have to get the hell out of here. My mm-hmm. boys are starting to text me. I'm putting my head down. I'm like, oh god, this can't be happening. But when we pulled it out, man, when we pulled it out. Literally, man, people were behind me crying, man. Like, I took a photo with some people I've never met in my life. <laughs> two, two day, No, seriously, two days later, uh, that picture has, like, 27,000 views. I wish I could have told them people. Like, we didn't know. Like, that's the, that, man, like, everybody, it was all love. It was all good. I'm glad I didn't miss it, man, because I can, I can argue that is the single greatest sports moment in Detroit history since the bad boy Pistons either won or maybe the 84 Tigers. And I was a kid with those, so I can't count. But I'm assuming this has got to be up there in the history of Detroit sports. And for you, is it number one? For you. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, without without question, it's number one. Number two, I will have that time. I remember, man, like, what is it, like 16, 20 years ago now, when he hit the walk-off to send the Tigers to the World Series. That's number two. That was number one for a long time. I remember that. What was that, 2006, I think, mm-hmm. when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Maglio Ordonez. Yeah, Maglio, yeah. Yep. yep, that was number one for a long time. But for me, absolutely, this is number one, man. And you know you know why on, on, a, on, a, on a greater scale, Mike, man? It's because I think I could speak for all the people in the city of Detroit, man. Like, Detroit is kind of always the underdog to the Dallases, to the national media, to, to the L.A., to the New Yorks. We are our own people, man. You get what I'm saying? And for once, now nah, we're letting people know we're here. And, and that's what it is, man. And I think that's why we love Dan Campbell so much, because he speaks for all of us. He don't give a dang on who we playing, when we playing. He identifies with Detroit. Detroiters are Detroiters. We ain't New York. We ain't Chicago. We us. And we here. And I love it. No, indeed. You know, you bring up Campbell. Like, here's one. Dan Gamble won the game. The difference in that game is McVay settled for field goals. Campbell went forward on fourth and goal and got it. One of Laporta's, I think, two catches. Mm-hmm. And the second down pass to seal the game. Everyone in the stadium thought you were running. Oh, you forgot one. What? Yep. When, yep. He, hey, hey, when he basically said, uh, you know what? We're going to decline the penalty. Push him back. Third and 17. Fourth, yeah, third and 17. Instead of making the Rams uh, line up for a long field goal, yes. he gave them another chance that a jersey may or may not have been tugged, but it didn't get called, and they didn't uh, Oh, no, back. no, it's not may not have. It, it did. But I ain't going to sit here and tell Lions fans they don't deserve a friendly whistle. So, so hey, to hell with them. Check, check, 
check, check this out, my two guys. I, I'm sorry, I need to cut you off, man. Check, check, check this out right here. Two things. Number one, Dan Campbell is definitely evolving. Because there's no way in God's green earth I thought he was really kicking that 54-yard field goal. I thought that was the punt thing. That's number one. He's evolving. You get what I'm saying? He, yeah. he, he He's not all the way Dan Campbell. I was good with that. Number two, which could be number one, and most importantly, before I let you guys go, man, the city of Detroit, man, what up, though, to all y'all fans, was it caused the Rams to call them two timeouts because that ended up coming to help us in the end yep. because they only had one left because the crowd noise called timeout, and we, we won that time. He said it all. He's done it all. He did. He's broken promises. He's made new ones. <laughs> he is DJ, a, a, le- a legend of this radio program. Sean McVay was the antithesis of Dan Campbell. He couldn't have coached more conservatively if he tried. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so you're not going to get the ball back if you punt this thing. You know that. Nah, punt it. We got no, one timeout. Hang out. on. We'll make no. it work. I disagree. I don't. How many points line scored in the second half? Three. You punt, you punt the ball. No. It's fourth and 14. You got one timeout. It's, and there were four minutes and change. You right. can give up no, one no. first so, down. So if your defense is going to be good, let them be good right there instead of at the 10-yard line. David, be the tiebreaker. I, I, was, I was surprised he did not go. I didn't it. ask about your surprise. No, I asked I, if I put the headset on you, what call are you making? I'm going for it. Okay. Yeah. Rico and David win. I'm the idiot. No, that's not what no I'm saying. It's not. No, I'm good with it. It is not a hill I'm here to die on. But with four and a half minutes left, and it's fourth and 14 from a mathematical probability yes. standpoint? No, no, no. But as, but, but as we like to say, analytics needs to take into account you only have one timeout, not three. See, to me, it was about knowing the other side. Dan Gamble, if you get close on fourth down, he's going for it to keep the drive going. That's why I was thinking, go yeah, for now it. Now, listen, yeah. Campbell deserves the credit because on second down, 99% of coaches run that football. Right. He threw it. And again, it wasn't something creative. We're going to our horse. We're going to Amon Ra. Yeah, a play that they said they practice over and over well, again. You know what play that was. A couple years ago, when they beat the Vikings, finally they were zero and ten, and they beat the Vikings. That's the same play. Sure was. I mean, look, I mean, people, look at look at these guys are on their game. Just a tremendous Monday to be here. Two four or Tuesday rather. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Get your calls. We've got football today's to do that are lion centric, including the time machine. We're gonna play a little game of did this exist the last time we experienced a playoff win here. We'll have some fun with it. We got a lot of NFL news to get to. Uh, I just know as an American, I need Bill Belichick as the Cowboys head coach. <laughs> I need that reality no, TV. I need him as the Eagles head coach. I'll take that too. The city of Philadelphia versus him. Love it. All right, now what are we calling this thing? The time machine? The time machine. Lions playoff edition. Let's go. Were these things real things the last time we experienced this level of joy? Oh! What is this crap? I was told by one Rico Beard that this was a very popular song the last time the Lions won a You know what? You're, you're right. This is what he played at his 40th birthday in 91. <laughs> yeah. This is what my dad would play in the hot tub. <laughs> it's still copulating. wet. So Jay- because I have a black... Oh, no, he didn't have that. This song was released in September of 91. Nice. 
God they, help us all. They won the playoff game January 5th of 1992. So and let me go through. people played this song all because the, they have won something finally. 1957. So, so here we go. Here we go. Some of the things that weren't around back when they won. Um, the GPS. Uh, the United States defense team ma- made it in 1973, but it wasn't available for people until 1993. Not even a Garmin? Like one of those no. little televisions oh, you would yeah, put Yeah, I remember your- that. No. With the suction cups? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. It was like an 11-inch mod. <laughs> you literally had to put a toaster oven inside your vehicle with the cups. And it would sit there. And just bark instructions at you. Yeah, apparently it took them a while to put all the satellites that were needed around us so that we can have a GPS system. All right. We also have the email wasn't around. It was first invented in 1971, but again, they took time, and then it was accessible in the mid-'90s, so just a few years after the Lions won their playoff game. And David, at that point, it was just called electronic mail. I remember a professor saying, well, you can send me one of those new electronic mails, but I'd rather you just swing by my office. Right. <laughs> the facts. Right. Rico would brown nose in person versus the <laughs> electronic <laughs> mail. <laughs> it's not as good. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, one <laughs> other thing that everyone uses, they even use this to plagiarize their uh, articles or whatever they have to do in school. But Hello, it's called, Harvard president. It's called Wikipedia. Oh. Didn't launch until 2001, so now everything that is created from kids in school is now plagiarized from Wikipedia. I didn't realize Wikipedia was around in 01. I thought that was a much newer thing. All right. Uh, It still looks like it was made then. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. (laughs) Roberto, you have a few things. Okay, so imagine this. It's January of 1992. You're in a silk shirt. You're talking, yeah, you're in a silk shirt. You're talking to your buddy that works at Stratton Oakmont. Okay. He says to you, I got a tip on this new thing. It's not going to be out for a couple years, but you can get on the ground floor. What if I say the words to you, Viagra? That wasn't around in the 90s? Not till 1998. The FDA approves use of the drug Viagra. Which treats impotence. Yeah, I, I think we're okay. Thank you. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people on Sunday that didn't need that. Okay. Oh, well, Kenny, you can't make that hand gesture. <laughs> right. I mean, goodness. Continue. I can't believe it wasn't around, but then, but Kenny still exists. <laughs> How did that? Happen? Oh, all right. Let's move next, forward. Next. Come on, keep it going. Let me get to a few things that did exist but are gone oh all right let's start with the toys r us rest in peace jeffrey the giraffe place that kids enjoyed i loved it when i was a kid but it is gone heaven that was the peak of being 10 or 11 years old and getting you know being poor being allowed to tour the video game aisle which you couldn't afford anything (laughs) just rows of nintendo games it might have been pre like before everything was behind glass too like you could just well yeah yeah hey here's where society's arrived at (laughs) now they have hairspray under lock and key at pharmacies (laughs) deodorant (laughs) hey can i get a razor uh i need a retina scan can i get a manager I need that cough syrup. No, you don't. And, and while you had it, can you give me one of those Tide Pods, too? Right. I need to wash some clothes. <laughs> Thirst rice. Go ahead, David. All right, I'll give you another one. Yes. Here. Let's go back in time. Let's say it is 1992. And you say to your buddy, what's he going to think when you say, hey, let's head over to the dispensary? That is, you know, it is fascinating. I don't have a problem with it at all. 
They, they think you're going to the club, right? But that's what the new God Club is called. Do you imagine if you told somebody in 91, 92 when the Lions won a playoff game? Yeah, just, you know, like Kenny. He was on 17 gummies down there. Can you imagine? Uh, Kenny would have been on felony yeah. charges in 91. <laughs> yeah, the, the dispensary. That's where I got my Z Cavaricci jeans. Oh, <laughs> shout out. Early hey, 90s fashion. Hey, David, here's one for you. You also know that during 92, 1992, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could have gone to go pick up a VCR from Service Merchandise. Yes. Swung by Blockbuster and picked up a VHS tape to go home and watch. Well, it's funny wow. you say that because Blockbuster, of course, is on this list. And you also have places like the Media Play Store. Remember the Media Play Store? What about Tower Records? Ooh. <laughs> Tower Records, oh. yes. Roberto was a big BMG uh, CD club guy. Oh, night. wasn't that the best? The Columbia House? It's like you're speaking a different language. I don't know half of these things. This is not fun. And, and, and Well, Kenny, here's the other thing. If I needed to get in contact with Mike or David, I would just send him a page. Yeah. Columbia House. There was no cell phones that you could afford. <laughs> no it was big way. As a brick. It was big as a... Or, or, Kenny, here's the thing. If you had them, it was called the Knights of Weekend Plan. You want to lose a friendship? Call somebody during the mm. day. Are you ready for this? Just a or couple you were of White notes. Boy Wreck. <laughs> okay, man. All right. Price of things in 91. Yes. Just to show you differentials yes. here. Mm. Postage stamp was 25 cents. Bread, seventy-three cents a pound. Jeez. Milk, a dollar twenty-nine a half gallon. How about a VCR could set you back four hundred dollars? Pagers that cost seven dollars a month. A pager, mm-hmm. like you know, the last vestiges of that era is the TV show The Wire. Yes, where they're all on pagers. Mm-hmm. I paid yeah eight dollars a month for mine. Here's the universal pager. Yeah, you hold up to your face. Rick, (laughs) carry on. So here's another thing that existed back then, but that does not exist now. Nowadays, you can use your phone, your tablet, whatever device you have to read a book. It's called an e-book. But there was a place you would have to go to, sit in the corner, and read a book, and it was called Borders Bookstore. (laughs) Yes. Borders Bookstore. Borders and Barnes & Noble. Mm -hmm. You would go in there, and you would... (laughs) It is the downfall of society that we don't have bookstores in. That's crazy. You can't replace a hard copy. I mean, come on. All right, so let's flip mine over here. But let's say you're my 17-year-old son. I shudder at that thought. And I say to my son, I say, hey, what's he going to think when I say, hey, how about you and I head over to Chi-Chi's? The, the, the ice cream thing. <laughs> no, that was the yeah. Mexican food. Yeah, but yeah, they had no, the, no, yeah. the, the, the ice cream, the... Um, the, fr- uh, fried the fried ice cream, ice cream or whatever yeah. it was. And you're like, how are they frying it? It's ice cream. <laughs> that was like a highfalutin meal in college. That was... I'm going to go over to their cheat yeah. <laughs> and get me some of that queso. <laughs> Here's one for you. Yes. 92. You could go, Roberto, to the record store and get the albums of these new groups. Oh. Radiohead. That's right. Dr. Dre. Wow. The Chronic. Yeah. Mary J. Blige. Wow. The Wu-Tang Clan. Wow, 36 wow. Chambers. Yeah. Yes. And Stone Temple Pilots. Wow. All came out. And, and by the way, you know what they called old school rap back then? It was rap. It was yeah. brand new. Yeah. 
Now. <laughs> there was no old school. Right. You were hearing Tupac. It's old school nowadays. Right. But it, yeah. Now you can buy some no-name goofball mumble rapper who goes by Lil something because everyone's Lil. Little baby. Uh, little or baby. Or yeah. little baby. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Pac and uh, Biggie. Still alive. Oh, yeah, wow. They don't exist anymore. You're right. So, again, let's say I got my son with me. We're going out on the town. I say, come listen. On, come on. Before we go out, let's head over. I want to stop, make a stop at uh, Stephen Barry's. What do you say? Oh, my God. 17 <laughs> T-shirts for 50 cents. <laughs> that last for one Buy way. one hat. Get 12. <laughs> Here, buy a Michigan hat. We'll give you the other nine schools in the Big Ten. I just remember no, no, everything no, no, was... It. It's free. I just remember everything was ill-fitting and itchy. <laughs> listen, it was... It was budget clothing for the budget conscious. Yeah. And if you were a sports fan, it was a great deal. Now, what do you think their margins were? <laughs> of course, the T-shirts had to be 10 cents. But I also, whenever I see Costa wearing his CMU stuff, I feel like he still shops there. Uh, and one, yeah. Also, we've all heard the phrase, there's no crying in baseball. No, that no wasn't out yet. Was yeah. A League of Their Own? It was not out Oh, yet. my God. Everyone yes. was crying in baseball is what you're saying? That's right. Along Before with, they were told not to. Along with white man can't jump. Correct. Stop it. That didn't come out in like 89 or 90? No. 92. There was no Holy. bad boys either. Bad boys hadn't been released either. Oh, my Lord. And <clears throat> Boomerang was not Ooh. out. Marcus Dolly. 90, oh, yeah, late man. 92, right? Late 92. <laughs> so what this is to really show you. Is that the joy you're feeling right now? Remember how long it really was. <laughs> not in your memories, not in your mind, but by the fact that gas was 33 cents a oh. gallon. <laughs> That's how long it's been. Yeah. Beautiful. Also, shout out Chi Chi's, RIP. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you one more. Sure. It's 1992. I come up to you, Mike. What, what, are, you, what, what are you thinking if I say to you, hey, Mike, guess what? I was out. I went on a date with this girl. I got lucky because you know what I did? I swiped right. Wait. There was no Tinder. Well, of course not. <laughs> yeah. That came out like five years ago. I may have missed the 2012. Yeah. It's 11 years old. Oh. I think you're just so happy to say Tinder. You know what, Roberto? <laughs> let's end it like this. You were going to the movies over and over that summer to try to get the glimpse of Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. And oh, listen to okay. the end of the All road. Right. That's, you know what? <laughs> Roberto. Along with Boys to Men. That's right. Hey, why is that guy six inches from the movie screen? I need oh! <laughs> It's a big theater screen. What's that guy's problem? I need you. Uh, all right. <laughs> and that is your Lions playoff time machine. So today, outside of a, a random segment here or there, it's all Lions. It's all about you guys. That game on Saturday night was unbelievable. It was... Uh, Dude, it's everything, man. It's just, it's so many years of frustration. Thought the city looked great. Tarico did a bang-up job. For once, we got a real representative of this town. And the team delivered. And it was just as good as it gets. And you have a very credible shot. Whether Dallas won or lost. Whether Dallas lost but Philly won. It, there, I told you, there's only one team I feared in the NFC that under no circumstances would I pick you to beat. And that's San Francisco. And the last I checked, they're not playing them this weekend. So you guys, for the first time since 91, can get yourself into a 60-minute football game to go to a Super Bowl. And anything can happen.
I mean, it would take a lot, but like I said, we'll save it for down the line. Now, do I think the game this weekend is going to be tougher than many of you do? Of course I do. You guys are still high on your own supply. You're really? Tony Montana, coked out at your desk. Yeah, because if I hear another caller, I listened all day today. Oh, 42 to 3. Take it easy. It's the playoffs, man. I think it's going to be easier where you don't have to sweat. It's wow. a one-point game. Wow, hot take by Rico. It won't be a one-point game. Thank you for that. Well, that's easier. That, yes, no bleep. But I, I don't think that. <laughs> see, I don't think it's even going to be a touchdown score. Like, you'll at least have a touchdown. So if you make a mistake, Great. you're okay. Great. But 42 to 10, no, I don't see that. So we'll get back to your call. Yes, Dave, you you look poised to speak. Go ahead, please. You're you're looking lovingly at me. You may as well say something. Yeah, I just got great news. July 12th, 2024, the NCAA football game will release. Oh, that's a great day. Tremendous. Well, I mean, listen. I since you were going to say number five. No, since the sport. Well, actually, <laughs> David, do you have something to report? No, not at all. <laughs> you sure? I am positive. Okay. My Steelers lost. I'm not excited. Only thing more on target than Jared Goff was David's. You know what? Let's go on the board. Number five, little Tito. Uh, (laughs) Tito Hall? Yeah. I like it. David, you want to hit that button? That's me. Hey, I'm the black host. Shut up! I'm going to go number two. Root for radio. Prove you're here to work today. Uh, On the board. Powered by FanDuel. All right, we'll keep it nice and brief and get back to Lions calls. I got two system that are not a system, but they sure play like a system plays. You do what you like with it. Number one would be Kansas State, unranked, at home, favored by one, over number nine, Baylor. Why? Because it's unranked at home, favored over ranked. Two, late night, little CBS Sports Network for you, live from the pit. New Mexico, coached by Richard Patino. Favored by five and a half over number 16, Utah State, who's 16 and one. New Mexico's really good. And at home, they can get it rolling. They just assassinated SDSU. They got Jamal Mashburn Jr. Yes, that Jamal Mashburn. They got Eddie House Jr. Yeah, that Eddie House. (laughs) And the third guard, Demetric Dent, he's also really good. It's a three-headed monster. Utah State can't shoot the three. This ain't last year. And they can't guard in the middle. So I, I like New Mexico late a five. A little 10-30 soiree, Kenny. I know you'll be watching Sharks and Blackhawks or something ridiculous. Mr. Rico Beer. Take what it to you- Kenny. I'm still adding up here. Rico's abacus is, is moving and grooving. Kenny, he's betting the whole board in the NHL tonight. So you know all those days where I say, oh, there's only two games, I can't bet anything tonight? Right. This is making up for every single one of those days because I have not one, not two, not three, but four games that I've already placed wagers on. One, Coyotes, plus 143 at the Flames. Kings, plus 120 at Dallas. Kraken, plus 176 at New York. And the Ducks, plus 170 at Washington. Those are my four. The only one that's not based on metrics is the Kings. And if you see the Kings at plus odds, you bet. What is your favorite of the four? Uh, The Yotes, by a lot. Okay. Coyotes and Flames. All right. So, people, if you're intent on, hey, Kenny's good at the hockey, Coyotes is his selection. Now back to Rico. Is the sundial working? The sundial is working, Mike. And here's what we're going to do. Very simple. We're going to take the Indiana-Purdue game. It's not the system that's not a system that is a system type of thing. (laughs) This is just pure hatred. Imagine Michigan-Ohio State, but only on a basketball court. That's Indiana-Purdue. They're playing in Indiana tonight. 
I'm going to say take the Hoosiers and the nine and a half points. You want to parlay that? Let's parlay that oh. with. Let's have some fun with it. Oh, God. A name that you're familiar with. Fletcher Lawyer. Guard on Purdue's team to score 10 points or more at plus 200. Okay. Indiana and the points. Fletcher Lawyer to score 10 points. Oh, and that's your Peacock exclusive. So no one's watching. David, what do you got for the people? Yeah, I got nothing. I'm sorry. Come on. Uh, I, I bet my college, my kids' college fund on the uh, Steelers plus 10, so I'm done. I forever. told you that was stupid. Glad yeah. you listened. Yep. You know what, David? If the game was played on Sunday, it may have I been think, right. Exactly. Thanks for moving the game. Appreciate you. Uh, well, I mean, David, at some point now, it is a television product. You let these networks run your oh, league, this oh, is what happens. Oh, but it, you know, it wasn't on Peacock. So. Well, at least it was available. You know, funny you mentioned that, Mike. What? I have a stat for you later in the show. Okay, great. And we've got Lions Calls next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, all right, I've heard enough. I'm stepping in. This is ridiculous. Uh, Let's move on. Good Lord, Roberto. Of all the things. You focus on the strangest things. That's all I can say. You can't agree agree that they looked ridiculous. I I don't care. (laughs) I wasn't watching his teeth. Am I missing something here? Listen. They want a playoff game. All right, I'm sorry that Stafford's veneers might be a backdrop to that. Let, let's let's refocus. Lions win a home playoff game. You're six point five and a half point favorites over the Bucks this weekend. You've got a very credible shot to go to the NFC title game. And as the week starts, because yesterday being a holiday, Pistons played. I just want to know emotionally coming out of the game from an environment. What game would top what you just experienced, right, from an environment standpoint? But where does the win rank? Because I think it's something we generally do with college sports that certain wins that don't mean you won it all actually mean more than championships in other sports. This Lions win, 09 Wings Cup, 08 Wings Cup. This Lions win, Pistons Championship in 04. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this Lions win, I, name it. 
Only you can answer it. Yeah, it's the scarcity. It's the thing that you don't see that often. It's why when the wings kept going to the cup, you just kind of took it for granted. But, yeah, it's like 30 years, 26 years, when it's almost been a generation, that's when you're like, man, it wasn't a title. Like you talked about the Rose Bowl. Right. In 2013 was like, man, it was a long time. It was, what, 26 years in between the last time they won something like that. For Michigan, when you beat Ohio State and hadn't beaten them for like 10 years, it seemed that way. And then all of a sudden, boom, that magical day in Ann Arbor, you beat them and you rushed the field and took the photos and you had grown men out there crying. Same thing here. You saw, I mean, they panned the crowd and you saw grown men emotional at the end of that game because this is something you haven't seen. Like Kenny's never seen this. And a lot of people were just kids when the last time they won that thing. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's get to the people. Go to Mario ninety seven one. Yes, Mario. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Good, Mario. What's up? Quick, uh, uh, four, four or five quick statements, guys, and then I'll listen to what you guys have to say. Uh, number one, SOL is officially dead as of Sunday. However, I have a different take. I believe it was unofficially dead three years ago, and I'll expand on that later. Number two. Sunday is what I call Karma Day because Dallas lost, and I wish we could have beaten them. And also Castaway Day because you've got four players in Detroit sports, Jared Goff and Josh Reynolds, who were cast away by the Rams, and James Reimer and Justin Hull play for the Wings. They were cast away by the Leafs, and it was an unbelievable win by the Wings on Sunday night. Statement number three, uh, great win for the Lions, ranks right up there. But I'm still concerned about the secondary. I'm not, I'm not uh, going crazy thinking it's going to be a blowout on Sunday. Uh, I still think we'll win, but there was just uh, I'm still nervous about Cam Sutton uh, in the secondary there. Statement number four: Disappointed with Stafford's comments after the game. I can't believe he couldn't give credit to the fans for all his years here that he was supported through thick and thin. A lot of fans supported him. And quick statement number five, to your point a few minutes ago, Mike, uh, great win, great division title. The Lions accomplished their goals. It's what everybody wanted last year after we beat Green Bay. And whatever we get going forward is gravy. I'll listen to you guys now. Hold on, Mario, real quick. The whole Stafford thing, you expected him to come out and say glowing things about fan base. After all week, fans said he's dead to me, and you booed this man unmercifully. But you expected him to say nice things about you? No. What I expected, Rico, I don't get me wrong, uh, the booing is just a natural part of the game. Don't forget, Matt Stafford is the one who wanted the trade. Right. So, you, okay. I don't uh, think... You know, Mario, here's my comment. I don't care. Okay? I don't care. I don't care what Matthew Stafford feels. I don't care what he says. I don't care what he does. I don't care if I have to ever see, hear, or speak about his wife again. Goodbye. Appreciate your time here. Maybe they'll maybe they'll create the, your jersey and we'll do a gold jacket day. But well, I, I, don't, I don't care. You waited 30 years to win a playoff game. You, you want me to parse the words of your ex-quarterback who didn't shine your sack enough in the postgame? I don't care. Grow up. Same thing with Kelly. Nobody booed your kids. Nobody. Nobody's a big enough ingrate to boo a three-year-old in a cheerleader outfit. 
You're just attention starved. Or if they were booing. Go away. Or if they were booing, it's they're booing because you had on a Rams jersey, and anybody wearing a Rams jersey got booed. Thank you. Do you think somebody goes, hey, kid, you suck. I'm sorry I don't believe that, okay? But the whole, but he didn't say the right things. Like, guys, he just lost well, the you know What, you know what, what it, did you expect him you to know what say? It is? We live in a society of needy jellyfish. All you waited long. 30 years to win a playoff game, and that is the third call about Matthew Stafford's postgame comments. I don't care. Here's my postgame comment. F off. We win, you lose. Go home. All week long, he's dead to us. Don't wear the jersey. He's oh. probably heard that. He just lost, and you expect him to come out and say how great of a fan that you were. Right. Cutscene. Shine my shoes. Shine my nuts. <laughs> what? Huh? You, you just said. You said you don't care. What he said. You're like Michigan fans. Us versus everybody. Cutscene. Love me. Hug me. Touch me. Wee! I mean, what is wrong with you people? You're exactly right, Mike. Michigan fans want to be loved. Just celebrate winning a championship. You can't say Lions right. fans, celebrate winning a playoff game. Thing. Detroit versus everybody. Michigan versus everybody. When everybody doesn't like you, you set these parameters. Oh, so he didn't oh. come out and say great things about the city where he played. If there was a top 100 things to talk about with this football game and this amazing emotional experience this weekend for everyone, if I made a top 100, Stafford's postgame remark, which could be totally innocent, would not make my top 100. Some of you guys need your heads checked. That's all I can tell you. You got all this amazing stuff going on, and you want to cry about John Matthew Stafford. Sweet Jesus. I, I j you know what? To hell with it. I'm going to Aaron, and I, I, like Birdman once said, I ain't going to talk about it no more. Put some respect. Put respect on my name. Go to Aaron, 97.1. Hello, Aaron. Hey, yeah, my call has nothing to do with that. Thank color. you. Um, so, I was at the game uh, Sunday night with my dad. I'm 40 years old. My dad's 71. Awesome. We were also at the game in 1992, January 5th. I was eight. That game meant a lot to me. Hell yes. I'm telling you right now. I'm getting kind of emotional just talking about it. I mean, but that right there, just with my dad, yes. I mean, that was that was everything. Aaron, you know so, I get it. I waited my whole life to take my dad to the Rose Bowl. It's a it's an emotional thing. It's it's that's why we love sports. It's not strangers playing a kids game for money. It's it's the people that you watch the game with. It's the relationships and it's harkening back to when you were 8. And you you for a long time you didn't know if you'd ever get to take your dad to a game like that. So hell yeah, you should right, be emotional. Like, right, it was like reliving a core memory. I mean, yes. that's basically the best way I can kind of describe it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it was. I mean, it was, what was his reaction to it all? It was so cool. <laughs> what was his reaction? Oh, we were, we were both emotional. Uh, when we won and we were watching, you know, golf taking the knee, you know, those last set of downs. And we were looking at each other, hugging each other, high fiving. I was jumping on him. I mean, I, I'm 210 pounds. <laughs> He's 71. He doesn't want that, but he didn't. <laughs> Dad left with yeah, a broken I mean, collarbone. Hey, Dad, think fast. 
<laughs> I mean, but that's what it was. It was just a lot of emotion, a lot yeah. of time, you know, that went on and just, it's just, it was cool to relive it again. I mean, that's, but that's what it's all about. Like you said, a hundred percent. And it was beautiful. It was really, it was awesome. I, I, I mean, you guys showed out. I thought the stadium looked great. The TV having Tariko call the game was so appropriate because he's from here, understands it. He's able to speak on it. It just, it, everything, it, it was something to me, and I, I hate entitlement, but I think you were entitled to this. It was well overdue. You deserve this. Like, it, this, this was yours. And look, we talk about Dan Campbell all the time. He gambled yeah. a couple of times, and it came up aces. So if we're going to sit here and criticize when it doesn't work, you gotta, you got to salute him when it does. Going for it, fourth and goal. He did what he did in the regular season. Yeah. It worked. Difference in the game. Throwing to Amon Ron second down. Rico, what percentage of coaches would not hand the ball off there? Knowing your opponent's got one timeout left. Probably about 1%. Less than that. I don't think of any, because I was like, wait, did they, are they passing? Because I'm, I'm sitting there like doing the math in your head. Like, okay, if you run this, the Rams will probably get the ball back with like 15 seconds left in the game. Probably enough time that you're going to win this thing. Now, nah, how about we just keep the ball, get the first down, and you'll never get it back. So, now, you know, the other side, if you want to talk football stuff, look, I, I'm. I, well, here's the other thing about this game. As I said on last week, this game was worth two times as much. It was going to hurt twice as much or it was oh, going to yeah. feel twice as good because of who you beat. Because you beat staff, had you lost this thing, my goodness, the phone lines would have been filled with the whole same old lines. We couldn't get it done. No, that, that's got to stop. Anyone using SOL on this station no, ought to be let go. Because it, honestly. Because, of, because it was Stafford. Had you lost to any other team, Dude, if it you lost hurt. to the Rams, you lost because the Rams were good. I understand that, Mike. You're a football person. But this town couldn't take... Lou, they couldn't have Matthew Stafford winning a game at Ford Field before I know, this team did. But that's not as well. Because you're smart, okay? Say that again. Because, my left ear. It's my bad ear. Because you're smart. A little louder for the people okay. in the back. But because you won. <laughs> it's still wet. It's the same euphoria. Because you beat Matthew Stafford, fair, who used fair. to be the quarterback. That's why this win feels twice as good as if, if you would have beat the Eagles, it wouldn't have been the same. I was on bended knee. On that third and four. <laughs> I'm not even a Lions fan. I was on a knee holding the coffee table. I'm like, not like this. Don't do this to these people. And then the holding call happens. I go, oh, thank God. And then I'm sitting well, here. See, going, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> thank you're, God. You're going to decline this and you're, you're going to make them kick. Okay. You're I like the decision to put them back. Even though you're right, there's a risk to a cheap Puka flag Nakua, that could have been called. That could have been called. Puka Nakua was eating you alive. Nope. No more. Just kick it. And it gave the Lions four minutes to drive down the field to kick a field goal because you would have been they would have been down by what, two or three? At that point, now you're okay. They've been down two. Hey, here's the other game winning field goal. How about Dan Campbell doing something I've wanted him to do? Like, once in a while, it's okay to take the points. And I understand it was like a fourth and eight or whatever it is. But Badgley, indoors, if you can't hit a 53-yarder, you can't kick in this league. It was kind of that look like, you go ahead and miss this if you want. We'll never use you again. Yeah, someone actually just sent that text in and said, we got to show some love to Badgley for making that field goal. That's huge. Yeah, and I got news for you. Uh, Your playoff run, you're going to need a couple more of those. 
There's going to be games where he's going to have to probably kick two or three field goals. It's just That's playoff football. Take him to church. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. David on the ticket text and right back to the callers. It's absolutely a caller-driven day. And look, we have plenty of stuff to talk about. I'm not, You know what I'm not going to do today? I'm not going to do the Jared Goff show. We're not going to verbally beat the hell out of Jim Costa. Not today. You know what we're not going to do? He stood down. He, 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 he backed down a little bit it yesterday It isn't backing morning. down when you passively, aggressively present to an audience 22 for 22 when not pressured, 0 for 5 when. Come on, man. It's a start. Lay it down. You lost. Who's we? You. Oh, my gosh. Fellas, the most amazing sports moment in my life, the raw emotion everyone felt was incredible. Shout out to all the fans in the stands. It was so loud. I couldn't hear myself think. Uh, someone else, Jason and Chrysler at Chrysler says, had four of my best friends fly in for the game, tailgated all day. It was incredible. The atmosphere was unreal. Everyone was standing the entire time. Love the vibe. It's, it's absolutely amazing how sports can bring people together or tear them apart. It really is fascinating. Cutscene: NFL fan gets murdered for liking different team. And then you're like, everything in that building, was an, it was an awesome vibe. Everybody on the same page. Everybody having a great time. Emotions running high. That's what sports is supposed to be. And then we have this text coming in from Berto saying, I didn't know the Lions would be here. I now have to sell my Lions tickets due to a cruise we scheduled that I'm going on next weekend. Yeah, well, the tickets are going to pay for that cruise because the ticket prices this week are something to behold. And I hate to break it to you. The more special win is the game you were at. Yeah. Breaking the curse is special. This will be enjoyable. Now, a different deal if somehow, some way in an intergalactic planet, you got to host the NFC title game. Well, he'll be back from the cruise. Yeah, you're back from the cruise at that point. Uh, you're leaving <laughs> early. So you pick the right game to sneak away. Yeah. A respite, if you will. Go ahead, David. Love everything about the win. However, I want to see more Gibbs and JMO with more touches against Tampa Bay. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Ben Johnson awake for a third quarter. The Lions continue to be the single worst third-quarter team in the league. Offensively, they do nothing. All year. You don't believe me? Go look. You had a chance to end that football game in the third quarter. What did you do? Nothing. Nothing. Again, these third quarters are a problem. We're not allowed to talk about stuff like that today because it's all vibes. Really, the whole second half. Well, 
It's trying to be positive. Okay. Third quarter specifically, though, that the real Lions fans know I'm right. Mm-hmm. They know the third quarter's a problem. Third, I don't know what it is. <laughs> third quarter ranks right up there with Ben, but don't break defense. Eventually, but you know what? You won. Congratulations. But I Kenny, just started off. Let's go Lions. No, no, no. I've just learned I can't expect more from the defense. I know this is what they are. Right. I don't stress out between the 20s. I know that if they are going to win, it is going to be the red zone that can they, can I give up three field goals? You know the phrase I grew up on in my house, field goals get you beat. And that they that's what beat the Rams. I, Rico, I've given up on the idea they're ever keeping teams out of the red zone. That's fair. I, I don't know what else to do. I know that Aaron Glenn is going to blitz. It's largely not going to get home. And there now are going to be people running wide open. No, and here's what you need. You need the type of refs that you have for this game that just allowed the play to happen. It was consistent on both sides. We're going to allow some grabbing and all of that other stuff to happen, and we're not calling anything. Okay, first Players, of all, you decided on the field. Let me say this. It, it, there were two egregious calls, one that hurt the Lions and one that helped. That offsides, false start, kerfuffle before the half was egregious. It was absurd. It was patently absurd for that to hurt this team. Now, now you heard it. You probably you I was at I was there. Yes. Because I thought because Decker and those guys stood up and started pointing, that's what they got flagged for. Because the defensive player is allowed to get back on the other side of the ball. But what the defensive player can't do is enter the neutral zone and get a reaction from the offense and still earn that call. Can't. It's like in in college football when they do late line shifts and you get the line to flinch. Can't do that. Can't do discerning signals. The other call, and look, no one cares. I'm making a point to you. How that wasn't roughing the passer on Stafford, not only the initial hit, but Aleem McNeil decapitating him. I, I, I am. I was like, what? Now again, it equaled itself out. You know what I'd rather have when the officials aren't the story. When the official, I thought the officiating league wide was awful. Again, the NFL has a problem. So as we watch this game this weekend, it's like I have to go into it prepared. At one point, I know the officials are going to screw the Lions, and then I have to hope they make up for it. That's not how it's supposed to work. But, I mean, Lions got fortunate when Stafford got hit like that. I go, oh, my Lord. And then how was he back in the game in 30 seconds? He went into the blue tent. And, uh-huh. uh, what's your name, Matthew? It's Matthew. Okay, good enough. Back in. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was Matthew Stafford, who plays for the Rams. Who do you play for? Rams. What's th- your name? Matthew Stafford. All right. I thought he was done. That Matthew. was a brutal hit. Am I holding up these three fingers? How many do you see? All right. I think you've established your point. Let's go to Jordan, 97-1. Hello, Jordan. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's hey. up, Jordan? Good. Hey, uh, first time, long time. Thanks for taking the call. Sure. Um, I uh, wanted to call last week. I was listening a little bit, and you guys had a few comments, didn't get a chance to. So just want to uh, rehash a few of the comments you made last week. First of all, Mike, you were talking a lot about Laporta and how his absence was going to crush us. Obviously, he was not at full. Uh, he was not his complete self. but um, He was yeah, great in the run game. At this point. He was great he in was, the run yeah. game. Agreed. Um, but I think we've realized at this point that, Ben Johnson can scheme plays up for pretty much anybody. 
on the team, um, and Josh Reynolds was the big beneficiary of that on, on Sunday. Um, and obviously, Amara gave us his traditional 120. But I mean, last year after we traded Hawkinson, we went eight and two with um, you know Brock Wright and Zilstra and Mitchell mm-hmm. as our tight ends. So I think at this point we can trust Ben no matter who's in the lineup. Um, also, you know, Rico, I think we got to can the Dan Gamble stuff. He's the best coach in the league, and wow. it's because of his aggressive nature and not in spite of it. And as you guys have pointed out, sure, not all the fourth downs are going to work out. But in this game, the one-fourth down did work out. And then throwing the ball on second down there was absolutely huge. You know, if you just run, run, pass, they're going to expect the pass on third down. Yeah, Jordan, the going forward there on that play won us the game. Jordan, I, I like the fact that he, he toned it down. There's times where you, you're, you can't gamble. But there was times in certain games where he was just reckless about it like a drunken sailor. And it's just like, Dan, slow it down. You don't have to always gamble. But going forward on fourth and two, that's what you expect. I expected him to go for that in in the game. Now, like I said, it's okay to gamble. But you in the playoffs, he was smart. I'm going to kick the field goal rather than try to go for it at midfield. Let me take the three points. That's what a good coach does. Yeah, I mean, I think he's made a lot of great decisions this year, and a lot of them were very aggressive decisions. And you guys have clowned him a lot and given him his Dan Gamble moniker. Just all right, all right, Jordan, Jordan, let, Jordan, Jordan, let's stop. Let's can we just stop for a second? Because now I got to be honest, sure. I'm starting to get pissed off, and, and I'm getting annoyed. What is it you want? And I'll I'll be your wind up toy. You win a playoff game for the okay. first time in 30 years. You don't like the fact that I don't agree with analytical decisions he makes all the time. That sometimes fly in the face of math. You want us to stop calling him Dan Gamble. So just why don't we get to the end point so I can move on. No, no, stop, but I appreciate it. Stop. Just get to the end point. Tell me what I can do to make your day brighter and we can move on. Because I got to be honest, I don't understand how this is your phone call after winning a playoff game for the first time in 30 years. Just don't. But go ahead. Your world. I'll say I just I would prefer you stop calling him Dan Gamble. Well, I would prefer if you didn't waste my time with this. Goodbye. Uh, We're done here. Okay, we're done here. Take your smarm and shove it up your ass. You win a playoff game for the first time in 30 years, and you are so triggered by the fact that we have fun with Dan Campbell and Dan Gamble that you wait an hour on a sunny day to call in, and you think you're going to dictate what I call this guy? Jordan, find another show. Get out. 30 years of playoff drought, that's what you're doing with your day. How about two weeks ago when he denied the math and went for two from the seven? Mike, get lost. You know why Jordan and callers are doing this, right? You know why. No, I have no clue. I'll tell you next. No, no, no. Oh, my God. What a tease. (laughs) Get out. Good heavens. All right, David, ticket text. Kenny has caught his breath. He's ready to speak. Go go ahead. You want want Kenny first or ticket text? Oh, and then, yeah, the Wicked Radio tease. Yeah, you want to know what it is, Mike, is Lions fans are cashing in receipts this week. Receipts for things that they have had to listen to for decades that they want their pound of flesh. You once said this. You once didn't believe. You didn't do this. You didn't think we would ever get to this point. This is receipt week, and they're coming up, and they want they want it to be paid in full. That's why you get callers like Jordan. 
Now you're gonna you can't say that anymore. SOL is dead now. Like, well, SOL is dead. I no, no, I, 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 but it's, I agree. It's, it's the receipts that the the people are they've held on to. Yeah, you're right. For I was decades. I was worried your all pro tight end wouldn't play. <laughs> well, you you what said an idiot. you said bad things about this team. Yeah, they were bad at one point. They were really I bad. I don't care. Right, Thirty years but, to win a playoff game. I just don't understand human beings like Jordan. Go ahead, Kenny, go ahead. You're I, salivating all over the microphone. Kenny, never, am I wrong? You're lying. You're, you're not wrong about those types of fans, but the type of fan that I am, last night was historic for me. I'm still on cloud nine thinking about what happened. I don't have time for receipts. Kenny, receipts right now? Here's that sounds ridiculous to me. Here's the funny thing, and I know here's a big shocker. When Michigan won a national title, I was happy for people like David, who rooted for Michigan. I, I sent the text out to John Jansen. Way to go. I sent messages to people who play for the team or on it. Hey, you did it. I'm happy for you. It doesn't make me happy, but it makes you happy. But Lions fans, some don't want that. They want the, well, you said this. Kenny, I couldn't have been happier for you. My only thing was I just needed you to be safe and make it home. Because I knew you were going to be out oh, celebrating. Yeah. Everything was on the level. Everything was fine. Hey, we had a you great make it time. home safely, maybe stop by the drugstore. Absolutely. Okay, all right, take it easy. <laughs> no, here's the other thing. I mean, Kenny, we were talking about this because him and I spoke this weekend. It's like, that's 24-23 game. That is the Razor's edge. And the Rams had the football right on that cusp. Of, uh, uh, so, miss me with this like you won the game 50-2. to two. Yeah, you're right. I was concerned last week. Because that's how leaving this team. Yeah, even though I'm the one who's been saying for a year and was going to look like a bigger horse's ass if they didn't win this division. But you you came out last week, Mike, and you said we're not going to win this game. Yeah, I took the Rams with the three. I did. Miss me with that, and also miss me with these people that are talking about us putting bullets in the Bucks like they're some nothing team in I'm a play in a playoff game, regular season. Sure, after we did that whole double digit victory back to back to back thing, right. maybe. But this game, it's a playoff game. And that's where I'm just, you got to treat your opponents with respect. You had people last week talking about, like, the Rams were, were St. Leo's homeless shelter. I'm like, guys, here's the matchup. Here's how it works. Yeah, 24-23. I mean, my God. Wait, when I give the Packers respect, you tell me no. Uh, you're on a different planet. Your team's privileged. That's, that's a whole thing. It's called respect. Lions are trying to get to the privileged zone. Lions earn their keep. You were born on third. Oh. <laughs> David, some go. ticket checks if you need some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> oh my God! Someone says this is officially a great season with the playoff win. Any other wins are just icing on the cake. Someone is asking the question though: uh, Did Dan Campbell outcoach McVeigh in that game? Yes, on Sunday? yes, yes. I Absolutely. would say yes. I thought the aggression was appropriate. I love the second down pass at the end of the game because I want the ball in my quarterback's hands. And and you know what, Dan? I wasn't mad. I was shocked. And I think the Rams were like, whoa, whoa, they're right. not. Wait. And it's a high percentage play. Yeah. It's not like what you saw Mike McCarthy do a week ago where we're, yeah, hey, YOLO, we're throwing moon balls, 50 50 back shoulder fades 30 yards down the field. Or the Eagles last night on fourth and four and they threw it 30 yards into the end zone. Like, yeah, I, it wasn't fourth and goal. I'm going to say to you again, the Eagles did <laughs> not yeah, want like, to play football last night. What were you? It, you just needed five yards, not 35 yards. After every play, Hurts is telling a receiver they did something wrong. Listen. What? I'm going to say to you again, Nick Sirianni's fired. That whole thing. And that is a, well, you know, you can't say it, but I'm going to say it. 
Tomorrow's never promised in the NFL. If I told you a year ago that the Philadelphia Eagles, with Jalen Hurts, the best O-line, all these skilled players, a wicked defense, that a year from now, you're on a Super Bowl run, and a year from now, you're going to be firing Nick Sirianni and all your players hate each other. You'd be like, huh? What are you, yeah, insane? That, that's like you saying that a year from now, Dan Campbell, people are going to want him to leave Detroit. Exactly. Please leave. A thousand percent the same thing. It's unthinkable. The point is, don't worry about any of that stuff. Get it right now. Like, I understand the ticket texter's sentiment about how it's house money and it would be gravy. There is no scenario where if the Lions lose this weekend that you're going to walk away with a good feeling. Well, and that's why I've always you said. you got to make the NFC title game. The window is now. You can't start looking forward to next year and the year after because it may never come. I mean, look at the Bengals. We thought, oh, they're just going to be in the Super Bowl all the time. They haven't made it back. You know, look at the Bills. They are struggling. Now, it looks like they're going to be resurgent, but you never know. So the Eagles, they were at the top. They were once the number one power-ranked team Last, in the NFL. They were 10-1. Yeah. Well, they were fake, but I tried to tell you. You did. I, full credit. Thank Mike, you. you said, you know what? They're winning. It's not the same. San Francisco went in there, broke them. They were not the same. No, and you the rest know what? Of the season. Hey, I got news for you. And the bodyguard gets kicked out the game. Uh, that changed it all. No, the reality is Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon left. Two coordinators leave to go elsewhere. Well, guess who's at risk of losing two coordinators? You. Mm-hmm. So just enjoy it now. So while your window is here, yeah. I mean, when you look at the remaining NFC quarterbacks, get into the game against San you Francisco. You may have the best quarterback of the four remaining quarterbacks. Purdy, Goff, Love, and uh, Baker. Okay, I don't have an issue with that statement because I'm not a Purdy guy, and I'm also not Jim Costa, who's unfair to Jared Goff. So I have no issue with it. And if you want to make a case, if I got the best QB, I got a chip in a chair, cool. I mean, just, you know, I, I know you think that I, Purdy has limitations. No way. Okay, you know what? So I'm sorry. Yeah, but that was unfair. David, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad for this next texter that they have another game coming this weekend at home because he says, held on to my season tickets for so long just to see a home playoff ticket, and then I got sick. Oh, Couldn't no. make it. So good for him. They have a second one coming up. Uh, Matt in East Lansing says, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm here for the ride this year, but both of these coordinators can hit the road next year. What? Uh, you yeah, be careful what you wish for. You we may. talked about Ben to don't break. I guess he's not happy with that. Hey, and- man, I got I got two words for you. Limited personnel. Aaron Glenn's doing the best he can. They have limited personnel. How about this? Well, it is Bobby Vildor or whatever his name is. What playoff teams he starting for? Uh, uh, Benito Jones. Who's he starting for? I mean, you have a limited personnel. This isn't the finished product. You don't think this team's got potential on paper to be better next year? Man, they're going to be a lot better on paper. Doesn't yeah. mean it'll play out the same way, but on paper. Yeah, we'll get to that. But two things, the whole if you lose one or both coordinators and you're playing a different schedule next year. You're playing that first place schedule. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I can say, look, Ben Johnson's third quarters have been bad, factually bad. Red zone play calling, bad. But Ben Johnson's an elite offensive coordinator that has some kind of blind spot coming out of halftime. And next but, year, yeah, next year's team could be a better team, and you may win less games, but you're a better team. It's hard to win 12 games. It's hard to win playoff games, as you well know. But they have an opportunity here in a divisional round, favored by the better part of a touchdown. I just, I don't want to move the goalposts. I said if they won the division and won a playoff game, 
thrilled, and I am. But how do you walk away from this weekend if they lost and not be left with a terrible taste in your mouth? I guess it would if if they lose. I don't think they will, but if they lose, if it's just like what happened at Dallas or what happened with Philly where you're just like you're out of the game by halftime. I don't see that. But if you lose, like if they would have lost, you lose on a last-second field goal, you, you're angry, you're upset, but, yeah, you're not destroyed because you got blown out the water by 30 points. We'll get to the people. We got to get a football today in the mix. Lots left to do before six o'clock. All right, it was Wild Card Weekend. So let's kind of wrap this up in a bow. We've been talking Lions all day, but let's look at everything that happened this weekend. David, if you would. I think it, I think it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? In football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. Well, let's start off very simple. Nick Sirianni sucks. We'll get to that. Brighter future. Jordan Love or CJ Stroud? Oh, CJ Stroud for me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bleeping on... Jordan Love, but what Stroud's done as a rookie, losing his second best receiver and guy he wanted drafted in Tank Dell. I Stroud looks unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. I'll say Stroud. David? I'll also say Stroud because he is a rookie doing this. His numbers are outstanding. And he went into that playoff game and he wasn't scared. He wasn't no. nervous. He just went out there and did a job. Also, look, Love, no problem if you say it. Since the halfway mark of the season, 22 touchdowns, one pick. See, I'm going to go with Love because he's gone through the fire. He's seen disappointment. Stroud, I still think they're in that young and stupid where he doesn't know any better. What do you mean? We don't go to the playoffs every year. We don't just win. The game isn't just that simple. Whereas Love basically had to sit behind Rodgers. Rodgers didn't want him there. You know, it was just he hated going to work. And now I, I, I think Jordan Love. Biggest disappointment this weekend. Philly, Dallas, or Miami? Wow. I mean, it's for me, it's Dallas just because Philly was a mess. Miami in the cold and all the injuries. Dallas had no excuse. You're at home. You favored big. And they just, it's not that they didn't show up. They got their asses kicked. I'd say Dallas, but I don't want to be biased because I hate their guts. Seeing sad Jerry Jones on the TV is like oxygen to me. David, you got a different thought? Yeah, I'm going to go with Miami because I'm going to bring it all together with them. It's everything from the end of the year. They had that lead. Buffalo was nowhere to be found. You lose to Tennessee, and now you put them, and then they're right behind you now, and you lose the division to then lose on the road. You had it. You had everything you needed. I'll say Miami. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas. I think Philly was already struggling. Miami just showed me, going back to the days of Dan Marino, you just can't win in cold weather. Can't. This is it's a Miami thing, like death and taxes. Dallas, no one saw that coming. This was your year. You're at home, double-digit favorites. Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. Mike, you've been mentioning this. Uh-oh. What happened to the Eagles? How <laughs> did you meet Will Smith? <laughs> Breaks your heart. It does. I lie awake at night with how bad I feel for the city of Philadelphia. Uh, F you. So, let's see. Um, you lose both coordinators. Your head coach doesn't call the plays. 
He's overly loyal to his OC, who you pointed out. Hey, it's third and two. YOLO, 50 yards. Your quarterback doesn't want to take blame for anything. Uh, it looks like you've lost the locker room. And let's face it, when teams make these Super Bowl runs, it's really hard to get back. Got a couple guys on that team who think they're big-time celebrities. Oh, look, I recorded a Christmas album. The point is, a lot of this points to Sirianni losing control of it, not being responsible to it. Hey, how's how you looking now? You got the head coach yelling at Chiefs fans as they stole a game in Kansas City. Well, now you're two and eight since that night. I think they have to get rid of him. They don't have a choice. Because if you're a head coach and you don't call the plays on one side of the ball and you lost both coordinators and it all fell apart, I, I, I think that's the story of Philly, and it just breaks your heart. Yeah, it all goes back to Sirianni, and I think when you include and you hire a guy named Matt Patricia, eventually da- David wins. that evil is going to <laughs> come wins. upon you. You get rid of a coordinator and your idea is to hire Grimace. You win. David wins. David, this is for you. Has Mike Tomlin coached his last game in Pittsburgh? No, he has not. And there's some breaking news on that because Mike Garofolo is saying in the meeting today, team meeting, Mike Tomlin told the Steelers players speculation that he's going to stay here. All that stuff about stepping away was unfounded. But again, he still has to meet with ownership. Yeah, but he's also the whole thing with Tomlin is every year when the season ends, he meets with his family. He's got two. It's either high school age or college age daughters. College age daughter, yeah. Okay. It's a family decision. So I don't have an issue when people said, look, will he come back? You know, there's other things in he, life. He just looks burnt out. And the guy he replaced shows you there's more to life than coaching football. Bill Cowers led a really good post-football life. And the funny thing is, he looks so much happier now. He's smiling. He looks like he's... Gain 10 years back because yeah, he was or, aging quickly. Or you could be Andy Reid and have a frosted mustache. You saw that. Looking like Walt Disney's frozen head. <laughs> like, it's a hard life. Sorry. Uh, is Buffalo back? Uh, back to what? Not making the Super Bowl? I mean, right now? Winner take all chips down. Buffalo versus the Ravens. Ravens. So my, okay, good. Let me know the number and I'll take all your money. Okay. I just, I, the bills still have tendencies that you're not going to win a Super Bowl with the red zone turnovers, Josh Allen, that offense just disappearing through long stretches. Look at their game against Steelers. Steelers gifted them 14 points. They're up 21, nothing and fall asleep. All of a sudden now, 21, 10, 24 10 24 17 you're going wait a minute we have the football and we're in a game with these idiots i rico it there's something about that team they're good i just don't know that they're ever going to be great and offensively there's something can anybody in this room tell me what is going on with steph diggs and i would wish i could you know what i mean you know what it's almost like he belongs on the eagles it does. We're just you just don't know what you're gonna get from play to play. You don't. A lot of what they're doing now, they only throw the ball at the line of scrimmage. It's just a very weird thing. They're good. My point to you is they've always been good. Mike, you've talked about Peacock and the streaming service. And you know F what? F you You say nobody's watching games. Well, twenty three million people. 
stream the game. Stream football. Stream well that but once you have it, that means you could watch other things and you could watch other sports. All right, the point I'm making to you. If Indiana Purdue was on ESPN with Dick Vitale and the whole bit like the old days, tonight, more people would watch than on Peacock. Okay, fair. Now, NFL football, buddy, you win. If the NFL bought the rights to that slap league where two guys get up there and give each other CTE by slapping their heads, like, people would watch it. All right, it's NFL. You yeah, win. Yeah, see, I, I don't want to hear about the numbers for Peacock. If you wanted to watch football, you had to get it. So the numbers are going to be high. It was a hostage situation. It's the NFL. But the rest of it? No no disrespect. I'm not going to play to drop. But like, hey, Peacock exclusive. Michigan State, Iowa. (laughs) Peacock exclusive. Indiana, Purdue. No. No, I'll call you a liar. Which quarterback has more to prove on a playoff run with his team? Oh, boy. Lamar Jackson Uh or Brock Purdy? Lamar. Only because Lamar is viewed as a superstar, has superstar ability, and is asked to do an awful lot. He's going to be a two-time MVP who's been horrendous in the playoffs. Purdy, anyone with a brain who's not just doing cheap media narrative, knows he's a good player, he's a really good game manager, and he fits their system. But no one with a brain thought Brock Purdy was an MVP. So I'll say Lamar. This pains me to say this, but Lamar should not be wherever the NFL honors is, to accept it personally, the MVP. He should be in the Super Bowl. Okay. He has so much to prove. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm with David here. Like, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who would you find it acceptable for the Ravens to lose to? The Chiefs can't score 20 points against anybody with a pulse. The Bills are messed up. And with Chiefs, you would have them at home. Right. C.J. Stroud's a rookie. Like, who, who are they supposed to lose to where you go, ah, boy, tough break for Lamar. Two great teams on the field. Right, I guess maybe the Bills, and that's if good good Josh shows up, not turnover Josh. All right, two real quick ones. Baker Mayfield is he the future for the Buccaneers? They're over the cap, so they're going to need something cheap. So yeah, yeah, I, I I think it's a lot like Daniel Jones. You know, a guy goes out, wins a division, wins a playoff game. Yeah, you 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 pay that player. I'm yeah. not telling you it's right. I'm just telling you it's real. And finally, after the disappointment that happened in Dallas, mm. does Dallas re-sign Dak, or they just let him go in the final year of his contract? I think you let him. Well, I think a lot of that depends on who the coach is. But he's on the books for 24. They don't have a choice. I'm not extending. I've seen what I need to see. Good quarterbacks win. Great quarterbacks cover. Dak's now 0-5 <laughs> against the spread in the yeah. playoffs. We're out. Sort of the same answer. Or, as- Kenny, we're out. They need cat room, so they will extend him because they need to manipulate the rest of the All roster. front office decisions are based on an against-the-spread metric. All right. That is your <laughs> NFL wildcard weekend blitz, 97-1. A quick note from the Rico Beard Media Mogul desk. Uh, interesting. I, I don't know if anyone will have the gas in the tank to do both. But the Red Wings have moved their game this weekend. Lions play at three. The Wings have moved their game to seven. So if you want to attend both. Kenny can do the double dip. uh, There's no way. Kenny won't. Kenny could. Well, he can't because I'm not not going back to back calling in favors to get him to a game. Think about it. We have that, and then you follow it up with me hitting the goal horn before the Red Wings game. Perfect Kenny Cobb weekend. Yeah, yeah. 
Right. Except you won't know your name by the time seven o'clock comes around. Who's That's Kenny? True. Yeah. <laughs> You're Kenny. <laughs> Who's we? You're we. Um, all right, David, ticket text. I want to get to the callers. It Lions Day, and it's simple. We're saving golf stuff. We're saving some of the other topical stuff because you got to unpack the emotion of it first and where it ranks as far as a game you've attended. Uh, And really, if you've been a Detroit sports fan your whole life, where does the win rank? And I I know some of you will shudder. You go, you can't say a playoff win's better than a title. You know what, guys? I'd hate to break this to you. There's football, and then there's everything else. And when the Lions have been a punchline for their existence and they finally deliver upon a piece of the dream and they do it at home in what was a magical environment in a 24-23 thriller, yeah, I have no problem if someone calls up and goes, look, this means more to me than the 4 Pistons title. I mean, it's a subjective thing, but it's an emotional thing. This team has bludgeoned their fan base for 60 years. Yeah. David, go ahead. Oh, I love seeing texts like this. I went to the 92 playoff game against the Cowboys. I was 19. I was sure we would get back. I graduated from college, got married, raised two kids who are now in their mid-20s. Didn't think I would ever see another playoff win. We are not on house money. We need to win now. Take it from me. We may never get back. No, I mean, David, I'm not even going to acknowledge that last remark. But, like, it's going to get it's going to get harder. So you can't just sit here and say, well, just good enough for now. But come next year. Next year's not Look, the, the out for you is the Bucks can't run the football. They just don't do it. Now, they got a pair of 1,000-yard receivers, and that's great. But if you're dropping Baker Mayfield back 50 times, well, that's going to open up the opportunity for something else. But the flip side, and this is the one thing that would concern me, and it's why I like the Bucks in the game last night, Philly's been awful against the Blitz this year. And I know you go, well, how is that possible? Jalen Hurts is mobile. Not on one leg, he's not. Well, the O-line's great. It's actually not this year. They got, it was a train wreck at the line of scrimmage. Todd Bowles was dialing up to the safety. It was like, so my point was pride, man. Just hold on to the ball. There's no receiver uh, five inches from you. But my point would be, all right, now if Tampa blitzes and chaos ensues and there's some turnovers, well, yeah, all bets are off. But there's absolutely a window here. But do I think the Tampa defense is going to do some things the Rams wouldn't? Couldn't the whole the whole key to the deals? The Rams pressured Goff five total times. Lions O line was splendid. They really were. That's a tough ask against a team. That, look, Todd Bowles. I may not have a lot of love for him as a head coach. He's an elite defensive coordinator, a brilliant defensive mind. Yeah, I mean, I I just treat every opponent the same, man. I have a. So you don't take anything away from the their game earlier this year. It's hard when it's three months ago. Different I mean, team. it's just a different team. But that's bad. Lions were killing folks back then. Yeah. And they won a 20 to 6 game and they did their job. And J Mo had the big catch. It was that coming out party where you're like, oh, hey, look. Um, it was, yeah, it wasn't it a uh, Mayfield had a pass tip that was the receiver was wide open down it the was, field. I think it was, I think it was Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. Yeah. yeah. I, you're right. He was on like a, a, a seam route mm-hmm. and uh, like a fingertip or it was an 80 yard TD. Yeah. I, look. I just feel the way the Lions play when you can't really stop people and they're constantly going to get to the red zone, you get a little concerned. But, yes, the Lions should win the game. But for people thinking it's going to be 52-3, to I I mean, that ain't Miami-Ohio coming to town. It's a playoff team. It's a playoff game. 
I just treat it with a little bit more respect, I guess. Well, not this person. Last Bucks game, there was no Jonah, no Branch, no CGGJ, no Gibbs, no uh, J-Mo was coming back from suspension. Hutch was hurt. They are in the bag for this game. Okay. Carry on. My, my, my. Another I mean, Dave, David, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Forget about the Giants because Lord knows we don't make the playoffs. Correct. But, like, you're a Steeler fan. Yes. I mean, have there been games in your lifetime where you've been a favorite, you've been a Super Bowl caliber team, and you have either gotten the hell scared out of you or lost? You know the answer is yes. See, I never go, and I we've had dominant teams, but I never go into a playoff game just thinking, oh, we're just going to blow this team out. I'm it's still you. NFL playoffs. There's still good teams on the other side of you, okay? So I never go that confident. I might believe in my team, but it still may be a one-possession game. Right. And I'm, that doesn't say anything bad about your team. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting week because now we're in euphoria stage. But I wonder by Friday if nerves will set in. I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've never felt good about any playoff game ever. Because you, as a fan, you see every way that you could possibly Because you know on the other side is your season being over. Huh? That's fair. Can't turn the ball over. You can't do this. You got to be able to run. You got to. Oh my goodness! You. Why didn't we go for it? Why did we go for it? You're allowed to believe in your squad and be confident. You, you're allowed to be confident, but don't start talking about oh this. We're in the bag for this game. What oh, are you dude, talking it's, about? It's man? been amazing all day on this station. You you think they're playing local kids? I'm like, all right, man. I think we got a great shot against the Bucks. I'm not going to come out here and, and that's say, okay. You know what? We're going to blow them. See, out. I think once Green Bay beat Dallas it took the scare out because I think a lot of Lions fans thought that it was going to end this week in Dallas. You're going to go back. The refs are going to screw you somehow. I wanted to play Dallas again. And if you lose to Dallas at Dallas, you shrug your shoulders and say, well, it was a good season. Now the Green Bay took care of business. It's wait, wait, we got a path that we could either have two games here or three games here, or we could end up in Santa Clara. Oh, let's go for it. Hell yeah. Everything changed, and I think that's why fans now feel, oh, there's nobody who could, Dallas could beat us, but these other teams, hey, they can't beat us. Mind you, up until, what, two days ago, the Lions hadn't beaten a playoff team since, like, week three. But, you know, let's not let pesky facts get in the way, I guess. I I just, I'm sorry, guys. It's not disrespect. It's nobody happier than me for you guys. But, man. This is, I can just tell you've never experienced success. You got to take a step back. I mean, Lord knows Kenny Cott should not be the voice of reason. That's a terrifying (laughs) moment. (laughs) You got to respect your opponents in the playoffs, man. I mean, if the best team always won, I I tell you, there'd be a lot of quarterbacks who'd have a lot more rings. This is a hard deal. It's that Nick Saban rat poison. But do do I think you beat the Bucks? Of course I think you beat them. But I, I, do I think it's going to be this feet up in the Barca lounger, relaxing and, you know, turning it off in the fourth because you're up 50? No. Yeah. You know what? And the thing is, for me, the third quarter will let me know what's oh, going on in that well, game. Which also happens to be the Lions' worst quarter. Third quarter. You come out in the third quarter, you score, I feel a lot better about this game. You don't. The pressure. Because here's the you got the pressure. What do, you, what do you know about pressure being a 10-point favorite? Man, nobody want to talk to you. And that's rat poison. <laughs> okay. You know what? Green Bay should probably be a 10-point favorite. Okay. Boy, he's done. Hey, did you see what Jordan Love did? 248-539-9797. We go right to the phones next, 971.
All right, straight to the people. We go to Tony971. What's up, Tone? How are you, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good, T. Hey, What's hey. going on, bud? Yeah, so I was at the Bucks game yesterday, and I had just, like, really two big takeaways from the game. Sure. One being that there was uh, a lot of Eagles fans there, of course, and it was kind of funny because as they were exiting the stadium, all upset about the loss, they were kind of clapping back at the Bucks fans, and the thing that they were saying was, good luck beating the Lions. So I just thought that was kind of cool. Uh, with this, like, national perception of the Lions. Sure. Kind of what you're talking about, you know? Hey, look, so here's, kinda... the, here's the key, Tony, is for the first time, it's happened once in my life. It would be 2013-14. When everyone knows you have a good team, there's nothing fake yeah. about it. It's it's not Barry and a bunch of nothing, or it's not this fledgling, like, in 16. That, that wasn't some good team. This is a really good team, and everyone knows oh, yeah. it. Yep. And so it was just it kind of made me proud, you know, a little proud moment being the only one. What Lions the hell were you doing at the Bucks game? I mean, <laughs> okay. So I have, uh, my wife has a, like her grandparents have a place in like near Tampa area. Gotcha. So we come down every like January, February. So it's cheap tickets and might as well go. <laughs> no, all good. Now I get it. Now I understand. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so I, tell me Lions. where does, where does the win rank for you? In your yeah, sports so life, for me, for me, this is definitely number one. Um, I like I've never had this like emotional connection to a team before, and just like getting emotional after a game and just like being on the phone with everyone, like my sister and friends, mm-hmm. for hours until like four a.m. just talking about it. It was just I never experienced anything like this. So this is definitely number one for me. Now, are you back in town for this game this weekend, or are you still sunning and oh, yeah. funning in Tampa? <laughs> Uh, I'll be back for this weekend. Probably won't be able to get a ticket, but I'll at least be able to enjoy it with friends. All right. Uh, tell them, listen, everyone's having a wild ride. This is what, sadly, this is what 90% of NFL towns have experienced in recent memory. Mm-hmm. And now you get to join the club. And, again, have every right to believe they're going to win. I just I don't get the Chuck Schwarzkys of the 52-3 prediction. It's just, man, it's just that victory, Mike. I think people are still hungover basking in the glow. You haven't had a victory in 30 years. Right now, you think you're invincible. I am shocked Kenny's here today. Uh, let's go to Jack. Well, you know what? We had a day off. Kenny. Truth. Watch. Remember the Titans yesterday. Took that day off and didn't text me back ever or call me or whatever. Ghosting David was wow. a bad. That's a bad move. Wait, you didn't even call David? He, he Your could, black friend no, on MLK no, Day. No, <laughs> He texted to congratulate him about the Lions, and he just ghosted David. Like, he never responded. It was all a haze. I don't remember that. Okay. I'm sorry. Let's just go to Jack, 97.1. Jack, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Long-time fan, first-time caller. Uh, so I grew up with the Lions with my grandpa, got my dad into it, got me into it. My grandpa passed in like 2013 before he could see all this happen. But my dad and I, you know, we're fortunate enough to get tickets to the game. And it was just electric. You know, it's one of those things where you felt like the presence of the fans, which you guys have said, was on that field and mm-hmm. helped decide a factor in that game, especially when you came to wasting two timeouts for the Rams because they couldn't make a decision. For for me, it definitely ranks up there for, you know, sports events I've been to um, just because, you know, I'm a Lions fan. They're my big, you know, my favorite team. For my dad, he uh, he actually went to, like, the 2002 Red Wings Stanley Cup game that the Wings won against Carolina. So that's his favorite. But he said the feelings were definitely the same and the crowd felt the same. 
Yeah. Um, second thing I want. Yeah. Second or go ahead. No, I I'll wait. I'll wait. Good. No, go ahead, please. Um, well, second thing's uh, off topic from that. Just really quick. So I'm a physician. I'm not a neurologist, though. I want to get your guys' quick take. I know you mentioned it. Uh, Stafford getting hit and basically looking like he was on another planet there, stunned. and then popping back in. Yeah. Stunned. No, I, I was stunned. Yeah. I, I I I thought, and I saw Carson Wentz warming up, and I go, "That's it. Yeah, he's, he's out." Yeah. Because uh, Jack, he didn't get hit just once. It, it was the second shot that did the damage from Aleem McNeil, and mm-hmm. it was it was wicked. And I went, "He's done." I was in disbelief. He was back in that game. It just it kind of shocks me because you know I look at that and. To me, watching that, I don't know how any neurologist would feel good about clearing him. I know Stafford's a tough SOB. He has that shoulder play from years ago that has always played where he popped back in, threw a touchdown. Oh, against the Browns, just, yeah. Yeah. Jack, and, it's, called, you know, it's it, called the playoffs, and that physician knows I'd probably get some type of bonus check. Right, but to, him back but to Jack's point, it's an independent neurologist. It, 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 they've taken it away from the teams. Uh, it's stunning in today's day. I, look, but to take somebody out of a playoff game, this person would have to be just staggering around, I think. Because you don't want to be that guy. I mean, yes, it's independent, and you want to say I was looking out for their best interest. But man, that's a tough call. I Jack, no, I I'm, I'm I just, with I, you. I see it. I see it. You know, with Tua getting hit back to back. You know, and then we have Stafford yeah. looking like he did. You know, but bottom line though, feel was electric. You know, I'm definitely not one of the fans that's thinking we're going to blow out Tampa Bay fifty to three. Baker's looking like he's playing the best football he's ever played. But you know, I'm definitely optimistic. I'll say, and I'm hopeful. Hundred percent, and I agree with you. And look clearly here. Here's the PSA, Jack. I'm not a doctor. I just know I've watched enough football, and when I'm watching a guy on the ground, it looks like his eyeballs are in the back of his head. I'm like, um, oh, boy. And then all of a sudden, you know, Rico, it'll beep, beep, up, boop, up, boop, up, beep, and you go, he's back in the game. I go, how? What planet am I on? Right. Exactly. I'm with you, Jack. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. It. It. Of yeah. course. I, and, no, I'm and with again, you. Hey, maybe he cleared all protocols. I don't, I, just because it looked like something doesn't make it something. True. It was a brutal hit. I didn't think he was coming back. I thought, it was, yeah, Wentz was going to have to finish out the game. And I, at that point, I'm thinking, well, you know what? Ball game, Detroit, you have it. Then he came back, and it was like. My oh. wife asked me when they show Carson Wentz, she goes, is he any good? I go, babe, he's literal ass. If Carson Wentz comes in in this he game. pretty good last. If he's Wentz comes good. in the game, you may as well fire up Netflix. Like He's literal ass. Here's the thing. Wentz would have brought a running element to the game. Okay, you're done. <laughs> He would have. When the first thing you say about a quarterback coming in is, well, he brings a running element. <laughs> You're telling me he can't play. Come on. Just, yeah. I told her, I go, his teammates hate him. The fans hate him. I don't even know if his family likes him. I go, this game is over if he comes in. Over. And then all of a sudden, Stafford descending from the clouds. I'm like, oh, no. He let the booze just feed his energy, and he just took that and went back out there. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> and I'll say it again for the 4 o'clock audience. No one booed your kids, Kelly. No one. Not even Kenny, 11 beers deep, is a big enough ingrate to boo a 3-year-old child in a cheerleading outfit. Stop. I know you need content. Stop. You're in a suite with security. You kissed your husband goodbye with security. And you went up to the suite. No one booed your kid.
Yeah, probably it was the Rams jersey that you were wearing. Maybe. Bedazzle much? I've heard that happens at opposing stadiums. I if just, you wear the other team's colors, they frown upon that. And they just, boo you. I, you know I, how you don't get booed? You don't go on the field. That's right. I mean, I you understand you're supporting your man, and that's what you're supposed to do. He doesn't want to take pictures. He wants to get ready for a playoff game. I got that. No, no, no. When the Reverend Wright speaks, I just listen. I just, we have arrived at a point where you just can't call stuff out for what it is. It is just attention-seeking, needy garbage. It's nonsense. It's like Brittany Mahomes being stunned when, when people don't like her, when there's videos of her pouring champagne on the poor people below her. What? Huh? She was celebrating with them. It just looked ba- It looked like that let them eat cake moment. Right. Right, and DiCaprio thought the FBI agents might be hungry when he hurled lobsters at them and told them to get the F off his boat. Just stop. Like, I don't know Jared Goff's wife's name. She doesn't play quarterback for the Lions. He does. I don't hear from her. I don't see her. Here's the deal. You're not the celebrity. Wait, isn't she the supermodel? Correct. Okay. What's her name? Yeah, thank Super. you. Oh, no. Do we have any issues with her talking about fans? No. Does she make a spectacle of herself at the game? No. Her there's how normal people behave, and then there's how the Kelly Stafford, Brittany Mahomes of the world behave. This is golf. <laughs> <laughs> the venerable. <laughs> Take him to church. Just I, we just don't have standards in society anymore. We it's like people know people just get to behave however they want to get to behave. There are new standards. Well, I don't like them. All right, John There's Jansen. Some clouds for you to go yell at. Shut break. up, you. <laughs> Straight to the people. If I never have to hear Kelly Stafford comment on the city of Detroit again or its fans. Or make a ridiculous accusation that fans booed a three-year-old child. Just stop. No, it's not. They're coming back next I'm, year. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry if I derailed the good vibes. They're that coming really back annoyed. next year. Lions. Kenny, let's get it going. Let's go Lions. Okay, come on. Okay, let's everyone calm down. Let's go to Devin, who's been very patient. Devin, how are you? Dev. D. Uh-oh. We Devin? Lost him. He's I'll, I'll, I'll put him yeah, on hold. Him on, I know yeah. he's there. He's on an important call. We'll get back to him. So let's go to Steve, 97 What's up, Stevie? Oh, what's up, boys? I'm feeling like Kenny Cott with the bottom of bottom shelf rock. <laughs> what are we for the guys? Hold on, Steve. Yeah, we're going to have to so put you on hold. Yeah. I'm going to put you on hold because I think your phone's drunk. We're going to go to Shane. We'll try this again. Hello, Shane. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Afternoon. Um, I hope I can get through this here. I'm still feeling it. Um, I was at the game with my dad, and a little backstory is, uh, you know, like a lot of listeners growing up, you know, downstate, we didn't get to go to a lot of games or see a lot of games because they weren't on TV. They were blacked out. Um, so my dad, uh, he, he used to take us to some games, and, and we went to the, the regular season game finale against the Packers, and they beat them in 93 to host the Packers the next week and they got knocked out of the playoffs. And that was the last time the Lions uh, hosted a, a playoff game in Detroit. 
last weekend or last week, I got the opportunity to pick up a couple tickets and I live several hours away. In fact, I live four hours away up north. And uh, I was thinking, who am I going to bring? And, and there was only one person. It was my dad. And I drove down and I picked him up. And I surprised him. He said, what are you doing here? I said, get dressed. It was around one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I said, I said, dad, um, we're going to Detroit. We're going to Ford Field. And he about dropped dead right there. He couldn't believe it. He was floored. And uh, he got to witness that. I got to witness it. Um, you know, you talk about greatest games. I've seen, I've been to a lot of great games, um, you know, in some of our sports we have here, college, and, and when the Red Wings were good, when the Pistons were good, I went to a lot of those. But this one, um, it, it, it's something different. Um, for me personally, my dad, for you guys, for everybody, this is what our city needed. Um, but there's more. And we want more, mm-hmm. and we expect more. And, and this is the new trend here. This is the new Lions. Let's keep it going. Um, I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting pretty choked up here. I was. I want to thank the camera guy at the field at the end of the game for not panning to me. They panned that guy <laughs> in the gray shirt yeah. um, because I'm not an Internet meme right now because I was – there may have been a few brown pops involved, but I was uh, I was pretty choked up. Yeah, but, yeah, but here's the thing, that. Shane. No, nobody's going to hold that against Hell you no. because there, there <laughs> probably at least twenty thousand people were feeling the same way that you did, and we're, and we're tearing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shane, Shane like when, when you when 70, you uh, when yeah. you think about it, though, Shane, realistically, it's why we yeah. care about sports the way we do. It's not these it millionaire athletes who don't give an F about us. It, it, it's not, no. you know, strangers playing a kid's game. It's about how you grew up or who you watch the games with and what it means. And then for a lot of people, I mean, Shane, I, I know people who have parents or friends who didn't make it, didn't get to see it happen. So, no, you have, you have every right. I mean, it. I, well, I, I was moved. Mike, here, here, laugh at me, Shane. I was moved when they showed the dude from Gross Point. Yeah. When oh, they yeah, showed that cat that, that was 90, and I'm like, yeah, wow. I saw that the next day. Yes. Um, I, I think it's with this team, too, who these guys are. Dan Campbell, the grit attitude, the, you know, it reminds me of that, you know, that 05 or 14, the, the Pistons going to work. It's just regular dudes going to work, putting it in, putting in the, the, the tough times, getting through the tough times, banding together, you know, embracing the other week when we got, you know, whatever you want to say about Dallas, they've got, they persevered through that. And that's what this team's about. And that's what this city's about. I'm damn proud to be a Lions fan, Mike. And um, <laughs> that's all I got, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, Shannon, yeah. listen, that's a hell of a memory. And it's, listen, I mean, I, I like it's, it's, those are the reasons you care. Like when I took my dad to Green Bay in 07, I still have those pictures. I mean, that's that's all you have. Wow. Was it cold that day? Minus 33. You want to see what he looked like? I'll show you. My my poor father. He, he actually transformed into the crib keeper that afternoon. Because <laughs> all of the blood in his head had left his body. Oh, was it Andy Reid with the mustache? Close. Buddy, it was so cold. David, your snot froze like immediately. I was about to say, it was just a red nose. That was it. I'll show you a picture. <laughs> like, my dad looks younger today. Okay, that was 07, so 16 years ago. My dad looks younger today than that afternoon in Green Bay. That's what that cold does to you. He looked like... Yeah, because you're not moving around. You're stuck in a seat. Oh, he looked so. like the ghost of Christmas past. It was unbelievable. I mean, I've heard. I've never been to Green Bay, so... Uh, that was not a great sales pitch. I told him, I go, well... I'm glad we won. We're never doing that again. <laughs> At least, hey, you know what? On that night, 
I will say it. I've always wanted the Lions to have an out- outdoor stadium. On that night, I think we can all agree, lovely that there was a roof. I've always said Ford Field should have been retractable roof. Enjoy the fall days where it's 40, 50 degrees. <laughs> and then but lock yeah. it up. But, like, yeah, that game, at zero, unless you were playing a Florida team, like if Tampa were here, open it up, make them uncomfortable. Other than that, no, 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 keep it closed. You know what it is? I'll tell you what Shane's call really got me thinking about. And I, I, I've, I've spent the last couple of days thinking about because the game did feel different and I felt things I hadn't felt before. I think it's for the first time I can say with a straight face that as long as Dan Campbell has a hold on the locker room and as long as this thing is all working together, you feel like it's actually not ridiculous to say that the Lions are going to win a Super Bowl at some point in the near future. Mike, think, think of the order of succession here. For the first time. Yeah. You know who we don't talk about, Sheila? Wonder Correct. why? She hired the right people. And got out of the way. And got out the way. And she interjects when she interjects. And people listen because she's not Jerry Jones. She's not a hovering owner. She went out and got the right people in place. And they, it normally doesn't work where you hire the coach and then you bring in the GM. But this time it did. And, yeah, I don't see how this thing falls apart. Nah, I get, uh, no, no, no. Except Look I think what happened to Philly. I'm just gonna say it comes down to see. I think the thing for the Lions is gonna be the quarterback. <sighs> Who's we? No, no, no. No, I mean if you just say, you know what, we're gonna go after the shiny new toy. Oh, no, instead no. of backing the guy you are. You had. heard it in the locker room. Oh, you did when he was just like you're effing good enough for Detroit. That told me right then and there. Golf staying, people. I just, like, guy goes 22 of 27, makes the big throws, does his job. I know they didn't like the scoreboard up, but they did what they needed to do, and he played a smart game, right? Oh, well, he was 0, and 5 when, 0 for 5 when pressured. I, I, guys, you if you are still in this weird golf camp, you are going to have to let go or you're going to be miserable. Okay, he's not Joe Burrow. There's his sin. All right? Yeah. You know what it like, is? What do you want? You know what golf is going to be like for a lot of people, Mike, and you may be able to relate to this. What's that? He's going to be your Eli. Well, he may win you a Super Bowl or two, yeah. but you're never going to like him. Yeah. But I'm, you're not going to take away those Super Bowls that the Giants won. No. 100%. Noted. My issue was no one does this with Jared Goff. My issue was from a perspective of a Giant fan in New York and the media. People, people talked about Eli like he invented the toilet. Oh, my God, we're not going to the bathroom in a hole in the woods anymore. We have this device we can sit on. Like, this is a 500 quarterback who has 125 career fumbles and didn't win a playoff game outside of the two years he won the Super Bowl. That was my issue. No one does that with Jared Goff. All I've done is stand up for the guy because he has defied all expectations from the day he was traded here. He's been a soldier for this team, this organization in this city. I mean, he's embraced the city. Yes, and guess what? This year, he's given you Pro Bowl football. Yeah, he had a couple blips on the radar. Well, the hell? That's every quarterback. Josh Allen turned it over three times in the red zone last week. Like, it, it's going to happen. But the body of work is he's your franchise quarterback. And your job's to insulate him mm-hmm. to where he can do the job that he needs to do. If his sin is he's not Pat Mahomes, well, I, I, then we're all going to hell, I guess. He'll never be Pat Mahomes. But... He's yours. He's your guy. 
they said it in the locker room. I, I was like, that sealed it right there. Yes. He, he did something that Stafford could not do. He did it in three years. Oh, you're such a hater. Stafford never had a running game. I can't a, wait for those calls. He had an all-pro Hall of Fame wide receiver. All right. Incredible wild card weekend capped off by Rams plus three and under. And the Lions still win. That's the holy trinity. Your team wins. The opponent covers. It's it's just but a you blessing. You didn't pick the Lions to win. Don't you care. You just won money. That's right. Thanks, Doug. All right, let's get to business. Five o'clock hour and kind of the show schedule this week. Yeah, there's other things going on, but it don't matter. That Pistons trade. No, okay, we're done. Lions, <laughs> today is about what the win means and emotion and, and all of it. Tomorrow's probably going to be the Jared Goff show. No uh, Thursday's going to be that there's no way in H-E-double-L hell the season can end this weekend and you'll be happy about it. It's And then Friday we preview the game. And we'll sprinkle some other things in, including how an innocent man needs immunity. We'll get to that at some point. Sorry, David. I still love you. Rico, yes. And what? The Pistons trade. (laughs) (laughs) Blockbuster. Don't. Bagley and Rivers saying goodbye. No. No. (laughs) You're not baiting me into this today. No. Okay, tomorrow. As Winnebago man once said, there's going to be no more by anybody. That includes me. All right. Let's we'll do- talk tomorrow. Okay. Five flies. Three flies. All right. Uh, you can ask me tomorrow. Not today's about joy. No more. No more. All right. David, the ticket text. Then we go straight to the people. What do we got? Lions win was amazing. It ranked up there, but the best Detroit sports moment was Hulk Hogan beating Andre the Giant at WrestleMania at the Silverdome. Another person says, <laughs> "New wrestling people or something." That's all I can say. Uh, this was up there, but Michigan beating Ohio State in 2021 was a great moment for me as well. Sure it is. Listen, I, this is a totally subjective thing. It's like music. There's no right or wrong answer. I think if you are a long-suffering Lions fan. While other teams have won championships, there's nothing wrong with saying la- that this weekend meant more. Because it's the realization of something that felt completely impossible. Something that you felt like you were just going to watch loved ones get buried in six feet of dirt before it happened. Something that you thought you'd never see in your lifetime. And you right. were prepared that you would never see this moment. And right. you were okay with it. You didn't like it, but you were okay with it. Someone's saying, how is Puka Nakua not the favorite for the rookie of the year? He is otherworldly out there. Yeah, or, it's your, or it's your secondary sucks. One of those two. Uh, it, you know, he'll be up in the top three, I, I'm assuming. But, yeah, hey. C.J. Stroud, quarterback, hey. always. Do you it. know what I did not receive via text communication? Oh. I did not get a singular. Where is it? Calling all blacks. I did not get the standard issued. Cooper Cup, how the F is he this open text from TJ? Because the one time he was, Stafford overthrew it. Great pressure by Hutchinson on the play. He didn't reset his feet, didn't quite have time. But outside of that, there was none of the, how is this man? The Lions picked their poison and said, Nakua's got to beat us, not Cup. Well, he was happy to, to do that with something. Look, that's my biggest fear. They're not the finished product yet. 
There is so much improvement they can make through free agency, through trade, and certainly through draft. And I I do believe for the first time in my life, Dan Campbell's as real as it gets. Like we have the alter ego of Dan Campbell versus Dan Gamble. But this dude, this locker room, they will run through a wall for this man. And as long as you have that running your operation, I think you can say they can win a Super Bowl near term. Now, do I believe it's this year? No, I do not. But you see it in the the post-game speeches and stuff. Like yes. They hang on this every word. And this team has embodied what he is between him and Holmes. Like, they've, they've become like these brothers that from another mother. Like, they just – they speak the language, the players hear it, and they go out there and they play for this team. And they, they're doing things that I never thought that I would see. Rico, they, they are two defensive pieces away. Two. From being able to win a Super Bowl. Two. Not five. I, I was going to say probably, I would say three, but I get what you're saying. Not going to split airs with you. Edge rusher. One on each level. Well, I was going to say edge in a lead corner. I'm assuming, and I know assumptions are dangerous, I'm assuming Jack Campbell develops into the answer at the second level. Here's the thing, if you're a Super Bowl, you don't have time for somebody to develop. I know, but you're you kind of You guys just roll Fred Werner bots off of the assembly line like Lucille Ball with the bonbons. Not all of us can be the Niners. Why can't I just have a regular conversation? See, but that's that's something that the Lions, Lions fans have never seen. They've never seen a guy like Sam Laporta come in here and be an all-pro rookie. And it leader. can happen, right. It can. It's Things and like that can happen. To me, a, a, a person on each level. Somebody in the secondary, linebacker, and an edge rusher. Man, it's almost like if you didn't draft a dead guy in the third round and took one of the edge players the Rams took. Or Yabi Adabi or whatever yeah, his from, name is. Yeah, Yaya from. Diablo, whatever his name is for the Bucks. There's another seven and a half, eight and a half, nine Correct. and a half sacks. Correct. Uh, that's all right. We'll take, a, we'll take Lieutenant Dan in the third round. That Hendon Hooker pick will never make sense to me. But today's about joy. Thank you. No more. No more. Let's go. This made a trade. Let's go to. The, I hate. <laughs> Let's go to Paul ninety seven one. Paulie, what's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing today, fellas? Yeah. I love this show. Boy, you guys are on fire today. We're having Thank fun, you. man. Uh, this is a show you never yeah. thought you'd get to do. The Lions winning yeah. a playoff game. What? Yeah, and on that note, before I uh, rank my emotional game thing that you were talking about. Yes. I would like to express my gratitude to Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell for finally exercising the curse of caller DJ. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sure they're very up, pleased Joe? to have your buy-in. Yes. All right. Anyway, guys, uh, right now in the here and now, um, the joy in Motown over the Lions victory ranks very high. However, for me and maybe a lot of other people, um, I'm going to rank 1, 1A, and the Lions third uh, with this victory. But they're not done yet, so they could eclipse uh, the other two. For me, 1 is 97, uh, the 42-year drought, finally broken. Wings knocking on the door for several years, finally getting it done. There wasn't a dry eye in the house, especially that season exercising the demon of Colorado in March of 97 on their uh, way to the Stanley Cup. Second one, uh, finally, finally, the Detroit Pistons getting it done. And the golden era basketball, in my opinion, 
you know, getting rid of Boston finally, getting over the L.A., you know, uh, barrier and just winning that thing and then doing it again the second year. So let's go Holmes and Campbell and our beloved Leos because you boys are on a mission from God. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Paulie, it's 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 just something where it's very real. And look, you can you can sit here and go, well, I don't think we'll beat Team X or Team. Get in the game. Mm-hmm. You just get in a sixty-minute football game. You'd be surprised what can happen. It's like the NCAA tournament. On surface, Richmond should never have beaten two-seed Syracuse. Uh, yeah, they did. Giddy Potts, ever ring a bell? Like guys, yeah, Purdue, right last get, year. Get in the game. You had the Player of the Year. How about Purdue any year? Sorry. You know what? My bad. Hey, um, we're talking basketball. That means we're talking Pistons. No. <laughs> we're not. No, tomorrow. <laughs> no, tomorrow. Because okay. I, I have huge thoughts on that. Ridiculous. You're not baiting me. No. <laughs> I get the David, fact I got that 40 they got oh. and uh, Michael Tellum's client. Mm-hmm. Well, but they did sweeten the deal with the two second-round picks. <laughs> The Detroit Pistons are a horror show. F you. The Lions are not, and that's our focus today. <laughs> all right, straight to the people. I have no idea. Kenny's just been in a gleeful mood all day, it's, and you should be. Come on, Kenny. Kenny, best. Do it like you did in Ford Field. Let's go, Lions. No, 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 One no, no. Time. I need a couple of pops in me before we get there. Kenny had the crowd. I mean, he was. they were just dancing in his hand. And he's a man of the people. He was. I was happy we could deliver on the promise of getting him into premium seating. And, uh, dude, that place was unreal. Everybody's Look, like, it's Kenny it's here. Some, Kenny's here. It is something where I could see in the next few years, this is a place people will fear. This is a place people will not want to come play. No, this is a place where it'll be a regular thing that ticket prices won't be six, seven, eight hundred dollars $800. It would be like where you see other places where, you know, it's about... 200 bucks because you're used up to next it. it's going to cost you your kidney to go to the game this weekend can't wait to start following the ticket prices for this weekend let's go to sheldon 971 what's up sheldon how are you i'm doing good and i think i'm about to be the party pooper to all the lion fans that has been crying with all this bleed it's all happy Uh-oh. because even though i want them to win the next game i still don't say just jump and pay golf whatever he wants. Um, I'm not saying he had a bad game. I'm just saying we scored three points in the second half. And I'm saying I watched Tampa Bay because I was watching that game, scouting like, you know, the two teams that were going to play. Philadelphia was trash. And I just seen a blitzing, blitzing team is going to put a lot of pressure on golf. And if we win that game, then this is going to be nothing I can say. If we win that game and we make it to the NFC Championship, then they're just going to have to pay him no matter what. But if if he throws a goose egg because, you know, he can't do anything and he looks like how um, Philadelphia quarterback, how Hurt looked, then I'm saying don't, don't just throw the kitchen sink. I mean, don't just throw all the money at him and just give him whatever he wants um, because – I just have a funny feeling it's not going to be what we think it is in the future. To sign him another five years, I don't think he's going to be 
who we think he is in the future. The team is good, and I think he's extremely average. That's just my opinion on that. I know a lot of fans don't like to hear that because he won, you know, a playoff game, but it's no, just Sheldon, one you're, playoff you're, game. Sheldon, you're fine. I don't, I don't take great offense to much of what you said because no. what you're really commenting on is the system. You're not mad at Goff. You're mad at the fact no. that every quarterback, it's a lot like the NBA, this whole max contract thing. Not all max players were created equal. Yeah, not all max players are max right. players. So not all quarterbacks, well, Burrow signed for X, so now I get X plus Y. Well, that's a faulty marketplace. The reality is if I told you tomorrow, Goff received a $10 million raise a year, and he was making 40 not 30 I think you'd be okay with it. But if they come in and he's right. making 55 like Pat Mahomes, yeah, no, Sheldon, you have every right to say, hey, wait, he's not that guy. But, Sheldon, I'll simply well, say you better get ready for that because I think that's coming. But, Mike, you just said something. You said that that third-round pick of Hendon Hooker is going to go down as, you know, a waste of a pick when Hendon Hooker is practicing, he's, he's working out. And that organization, they haven't did a bad pick yet. I don't know a bad pick yet that they did. So if Hendon Hooker is looking like this great quarterback, but they're like, we can't put him out there because the fans will kill us. I mean, I just don't know how that would go. If he's looking great and he's looking like he's the player that they really, really want to put out there. I right, understand. Him but out Sheldon, there? understand something. And I'll, I'll explain it. When I say that, I say it because I think about that third-round pick could have been a corner that they desperately need. It could have been okay, a pass okay, rusher. Okay, um, okay. I, I just, yeah. when you are in a window to win, I don't think doing the luxury pick thing is smart. So I, that's just a, a philosophical it, in thing. In the NFL, everybody has weaknesses. You Unless you were coming off of back-to-back -back NFL titles, okay, we're going to take a chance on this guy. And I also said that... If you love the Hendon Hooker pick, you're actually rooting against your own interests. Because in my world, Hendon Hooker will never play a snap. Because Jared Goff is good and good enough. Unless, and yeah, unless Goff gets injured or this team bottoms right. out. Right. But that's where it's like all, you know, people like Costa who love the pick. And I'm like, well, Jim, when's he going to play? That's them telling you that Goff is not the answer, not the future. But okay. But you do realize once you make that transition, not every the reason why CJ Stroud looks so good because everybody doesn't do what he did where you just take over a team, win a division, and win a playoff game. That doesn't happen. You look at what happened with Love, he stunk. You look at Fields, he stunk. Like everybody is bad their first year or two. So in order for him to take over the team, you're saying you want to go back to losing again. I, this city is this city has gotten a taste of the playoffs and winning. They don't want to go backwards. See, but you keep mentioning it, and you're right. You also have to think of the factor of what the players like. Right. I'm not saying you just do things because they like it or because they want it, but they showed it in the locker room. Thank you. And if you get rid of the guy Look now. Look at the respect. Thank Yes. Like, I, un okay, I understand. I, I have just altered my expectation to where I have let go. I don't care. You know, all right, I always say this to Rico when it comes to college football or basketball. I don't care what a guy is rated in his underwear at a seven-on-seven seven camp. I don't care if you were a four-star, a five-star, a underwear All-American, whatever. Once you arrive on campus, can you play or can you not play? 
Currently, MSU's got a five-star player who can't play. Literally cannot be put on the floor. I say that because oh, here's, okay. here's the comp. Jared Goff, it doesn't matter you were taken number one overall. I don't care. I, am not, I didn't draft you. I don't care how it ended in L.A. Does not apply. In your time here, in my program, you have been the face of the franchise, you have been a professional, you have been a leader, and you have been a locker room guy. The players and coaches and front office love this man. Now, you can devalue it and go, but, but, scrambles, or doesn't throw at 80 yards. Guys, you're in an uncomfortable spot where your quarterback is very good, not great. If you're going to let very good be the enemy or great be the enemy of good, you're going to have a rough ride. I'm not telling you he's flawless, but you got to value what he means to this place and what he means to this franchise. And I think to most Lions fans, who, by the way, were chanting his name before the game, mm -hmm. the anti-Goff <laughs> people, nah, who's we, are a big minority. Were they chanting his name, or was it simply to make Stafford jealous? Okay, two four eight. I, I, doesn't matter though, in my mind, it doesn't. They still chanted the man's name. They chanted his name, David. But to some, were you just doing that to make your girlfriend jealous? All right, how many people in the league are totally, utterly, out intergalactically happy with their quarterback? They can't find a single thing to complain about. How many? What is it? Four teams? Three teams? None, really. Okay. So, because I mean, if they had Mahomes, well, you have no receivers. So, you, when you have no receivers, you're no good. I'm just Lamar, making, you can't win playoff games. I'm just making a point. Like, when you get into these conversations, which I'm not doing today, I mean, Sheldon brought up some points and I am mad at it. We'll do some golf stuff tomorrow. I haven't wavered. I was ready to pay him going into the season. I told you, as long as they didn't choke the division away, I'm paying him. They've won a playoff game. Now, I'm with Sheldon. I'm not paying you the Joe Burrow deal. If that's what Jared and his representatives want, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, case in point. No, I, I was thinking about something else, but Jared it totally derail the show. Jared Goff is way better than Baker Mayfield. But Mayf Baker is solid. Mm -hmm. He won a division and won a playoff game. They're going to pay him. Now, if his reps... Want to be paid like Justin Herbert? We have we're, we're gonna have an issue, Baker. That's not gonna happen. Now, so do you we have want, a starting job for you? Do you want life changing money? We'll pay a uh, hundred mil over three years. Something in the mid thirties for Baker. Something in the low forties for Goff. Okay, that that's yeah, what I consider palatable. Years. Yeah, but if if these guys want you know fifty five, then it's a different guy. Now at that point, then either one of those guys are in the Super Bowl. And now maybe you can have that conversation and say, hey, I took this team to the Super Bowl. I deserve that money. But right now, no. They're gambling. They're betting on themselves. We'll see how that works out. So I'm doing this for Detroit. Wasn't a lot of great football, but here is your drive of the week. Seven play really was a four-play drive. Lions to close out the game, winning a home playoff game for the first time in 32 years. Montgomery starts to drive for three yards. Golf then passes it short to Montgomery for a first down, 11 yards. Then Montgomery right tackle one yard. And then the play, Jared Golf short left to St. Brown for 11 yards to clinch the game and the playoff win. It's still wet. 
for Detroit. That is not, your drive of the, the week. Not the Don? Okay, leave it alone. No. All right, so here's your, your update. Here's how I'm we'll, serious. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll, we'll finish with this quickly. An update to the Kelly Stafford thing, which I have had enough of. I don't kids believe, getting booed. I don't believe for a second anyone is a big enough degenerate to attack a three-year-old well, for child. The, for the people who are just joining us, first of all, we've been here for four hours where you've been. Secondly, she said that people were, Lions fans were booing her kids. Now, here's an idea. You're head-to-toe in bedazzled Rams gear with four kids in Rams gear. If you were wearing blue and yellow, you were getting booed. But, oh, and by the way, Kelly, you've ripped fans before in your life. Okay? We're not friends. Listen, did I think they were going to come in here and Matthew was going to get a standing ovation? Absolutely not. There's no chance. I think in this scenario, you hear the boos. They're louder than anything else, but it's playoff football. We're coming in as enemies. You're booing my husband. That's okay. I'm okay with that. I don't want excuses made. Okay, then what the hell are we doing? My girls and I are not playing the game. My girls are not getting booed. I am. I can handle it. But When I have my girls next to me, and there's something to be said like maybe not. Uh, Hunter was in tears. I go, guys, they're not booing you. They're booing mommy. They want their Lions to win. Sawyer then looks at me and says, well, they're not playing the sport. That's true, Sawyer, but mommy's been involved in a lot of things here, and that's what they're booing. I'm happy for the – okay, so 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 now – So the kids didn't get booed. Yeah, so now we're altering the story. Second of all, here's what needs to happen. A, you don't need to be here. You complained about how hard it was to fly across the country with four kids and not be given a suite. You easily could have sat in your $25 million house, just watch the damn game. But you wanted to be there. You want to make a spectacle of yourself. You want, and then you take it another level. See, I know you had a suite with security. You wanted to go down on that field. You wanted to be in the mix, the same way Brittany Mahomes does things. The minute you do that and you're on the road, sorry, people are going to boo you. They're just going to do it. They're not booing your kids. And for you to hurl that accusation at the people of Detroit, it's gross. And I'm sorry, I have every right to not believe her. Because I just don't believe anyone's disgusting enough to yell something horrific at a three, four, five-year-old <laughs> kid, okay? I don't think much of society, but I don't think we've arrived at that. So now we're changing the story. Now, now oh, my girls weren't getting booed. I was. Well, that's not what you led with. She got Thank you. God we won the game. That's it, please. God almighty. Oh, she'll be hobby. back. She'll be back next season. I don't care. Sick of it. There's a thing with her and the fans in this town. I got news for you. Your husband made his money on the backs of these people. These people supported your husband for how long? And all you had to do was not not shred these people. Yeah, but here's the thing. She's actually some, not all. A few Lions fans in her are the Spider-Man meme where, you know what? Tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm great. Tell me how much you mean to me. They're the Spider-Man me. Well, Kelly, here's the deal. Um, how about don't comment on fans anymore? Because now, now you're backpedaling and saying, no, 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 they weren't booing. The kids are booing me. Right, you, you know what? Heard enough out of you. Okay? You're done. Rieger. Oh, by the way, did you hear Kelly think talk about Matthew's comments? He only had five minutes to figure out what he was going to say, so she didn't think the question was very fair. Okay, and okay. Uh, he answered it properly. I didn't have a problem with it. I really didn't. And I, I think all of the conversation after waiting thirty years to win a playoff game 
of people being mad at Stafford's comment. It's like people calling up and being mad because I took the Rams plus three. Get a life. Can we move on with our really? lives with the Stafford? Oh, I got all Wait, kinds of Stafford comments. Oh. 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 Bring your up. uncle to work day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is my father, uh, Wojo Dumbass. I mean, Damas. Yes, Damas. Yes. I'm Wait. glad you still remembered how to get to work. Wait, why am I an uncle now? You haven't been here for like three weeks. I dude. was here yesterday. Were you? You guys weren't here. Not my fault. They put uh, a three and thirty-six did you basketball really team me on to work yesterday, will you? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, that's how it works here. Well, they no, got win I'm, number four yesterday. I'm with so. you. My point I was, okay day off. The point I was making is, yes. I just, it's, it's this attention-seeking nonsense, and it's so ridiculous. It was ridiculous before the game. It's ridiculous after the game. But it makes you feel like You're you have to react. You're talking about the Staffords or the yeah. fans? Yes, but it makes yeah. you feel like you have to react. Like, listen, the game was sensational, and it, it's better because you beat them, at least in my opinion. However... Some of the comments make you just want to scream. Yeah, because I, I, I think they're like I didn't like that she tried to paint the the team in a bad way because I wasn't given a suite and you know how hard it is to travel yeah. what, on a private jet cross country flight with four kids and <laughs> then you try to make the people look bad and they don't deserve it. Uh, all right? all mention- they did all they did was support your husband and make yes. him a quarter of a billion dollars for never winning a playoff mm-hmm. game. How about you just be happy with that and leave these people alone? And how about the fact they're not booing oh you God. either, Kelly? See, I got them talking about it. They're well, not booing Kelly well, no, either. I've seen they're people the tweet Rams. saying I was standing right there, I was right by them, and they were just booing in general. They weren't booing the Thank kids. You. Of course. Because they weren't exactly. yelling at the kids. As low and disgusting as society is, I don't think we've hit the point where we are openly no. hurling no. attacks at three-year-old children. This is in Philadelphia, for God's sake. Give not it. even that. They boo kids, no, no, no. although they, yeah, guys, they do. Yeah, give they it do. one more year. Yeah. Then we'll boo kids. Let me ask you this. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I'm Rico's fine. running on that presidential uh <laughs> In 2025, we boo the children. Let us throw batteries. Let us throw so batteries. Can I ask you guys a quick uh, question, though? What? So next year, because the Rams come to Ford Field. I don't care. I hope I, he I, retires. I need that. No, he's not going to retire. He said he wouldn't retire. No, We're in his he car has jacket. And he's got those new veneers, too, by the way. Anyway. When, he's got some choppers. He does. What, when, this, when they come mm-hmm. back, he's a do, cockroach do in we, a nice way. Do we know in a nice way? He never goes away. Do we give the tribute video next no. year? Does he get it? No. Get the no. video. I think five he might get years it. after retirement when they put a hideous gold jacket on him. You get no, the no, video he then. He's not a Hall of Famer, though. No, Wait. like a Lions oh, Hall of got, Fame. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but what if he goes into the Hall of Fame? He doesn't have a single as a lion or a ram. No, no, not a Hall of Famer. If he gets another Super Bowl. He won't. Okay. I, Bob, I'm just I, saying. I, Bob, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Stafford family, uh, the lineage, the father. I, 99% the <laughs> of what we did today was the game, but I'd be remiss if I didn't put that as no, one I of know. the seven it's, things. It's very annoying. It is. Good yeah. grief. We're going to go down the list. Okay. And Rieger, go ahead and say what you want to say. What's the question? Well, I, I with the cat, the, the house money one. Yeah, is that, is that what we're talking it's not about? Not house money. You yeah. have an expectation to win. Why, this why game. do people keep saying it? Because it's really starting to bother me. It's not a, house a lot money. Of, it's I gotta the be opportunity honest. of the world. I got to be honest. A lot of things Lions fans have said today have bothered me. Yeah. Oh, like what? Well, well first of all, a lot money. of them are acting like Chuck Schwarzky and the super fans. Uh, Dicka fifty two God three. Like they're just <laughs> like the Bucks are gonna show up like Kenny Cott, no pants and a BAC at two point one six. And you're just gonna, guys, you, you won tw- two point one six. You just won twenty four to twenty three in a thriller, an no. incredible game. No, that so are you will taking bucks easy. in the points? It will. I didn't. I'm tinkering. If it gets to mm. seven, I probably have to. 
Okay, I thought oh, it is for seven. seven I'm someplace. taking the point. It's getting the point. Oh, look, I'm just making. And that it. means you don't love the Lions. I but mm. see there. It, love my Lions. I'm the one who said they win the division, win a playoff game, and then I catch grief because I took the Rams plus three. We you. all won. What's the problem? I thought, yeah, hater you. Hater. Caputo didn't win. Yeah, Caputo didn't win. Mm. He he was very steadfast on the Rams. Oh, and and, and, and Costa ain't on a winning streak right now either. Nah. With the golf stuff. Hey, I went six and zero this weekend. You leave me alone. Really? Yeah. Some of those are very easy, though. Oh, wait, what? So Costa said you they guys were, were separate. So Green he Bay. took what? He took the Lions. See, I didn't know that one. It's a Green Bay money line. Yeah. Whoa, what was that? Plus what? Beginning of the game, I think it was like plus like 450. The only game Damn. I didn't play yeah. was the Chiefs and Dolphins, but I called it Pacheco Fest. I oh, did yeah. Pacheco carries, yards, and touchdowns. That was the easiest bet of the week. That or the Stillers getting smushed. Oh, I'm sorry. I also thought the Texans were just flat out winners. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Amen. Texans and over. Oh, Rico's got something to say. Yeah, we're out. Out. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's the golf show. And piss and and Trey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 